I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. Wakanda, Wakanda. This drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! You just don't know when to give up, do you? I'm gonna do this all day. You'll not be taking our pod today, sir. Uh, Quill, are you making your voice deeper? No, you are. You're imitating the godman. It's weird. Oh, no, I'm not. <gasps> he just did it again. This is my voice. And I am Flo. And I am Gabe. How are you? <laughs> I think that was okay. <laughs> I hope so. And yeah. I, we have no frame of reference until we finish this episode, how yeah. this just sounded. In I case really, we, yeah, sorry, in case we change the intro, this makes no say, sense. <laughs> I really hope the intro works. <laughs> um, yeah. How are you doing? Welcome back, everyone, to yeah. um, another special episode of the Best Thing We've Seen podcast. Uh, we've already said our names. Um, I'm doing okay, man. I mean, stressed because yeah. this is a list that um, I think we should be honest here. You texted me yesterday, let's change the <laughs> special subject and let's do the MCU instead, which wasn't the subject that yeah. you, I mean, we talked about doing the MCU. Um, so It is a big pick and, uh, back yeah. and forth of what we should do for this week's special and we landed on rom-coms. Which is a, a cool genre. I mean, we both have a lot of rom-coms that we absolutely love. But yeah. since we do, uh, we've talked about so many of them before, so we decided against it. And yeah, I mean, this is pretty much a uh, last-minute list. Luckily, I've started rewatching the MCU I was gonna like say, a yeah. month ago. That wasn't even in preparation for this. Yeah, not even. I mean, yeah. I, I can, can never could have prepared for this because otherwise we would have like said, okay, let's do the special. And then about a week before we do it, I would have started watching <laughs> stuff, which is not enough time for the 20 plus movies we got sure, out there. Sure. And <laughs> I'd get burned out just watching the same guys all over again. Oh, dude, I did that before Endgame. I rewatched the entire MCU. Yeah. I didn't how do much it in time? a week. I don't okay. quite remember. But um, yeah, no, it was, it was fun, but it was a struggle too. <laughs> I mean, I, I did have to like cram in a couple of films towards the end when I didn't have enough time. But yeah, I mean, you, you said it. The, the rom-coms thing, we talked about quite a few things already. Mm -hmm. And the MCU, we've always excluded. We've excluded it from like actors lists. I remember it on the Bradley Cooper special. Mm -hmm. Or there was one other thing. Uh, I think Scarlett Johansson. For example, yeah. We always Matt excluded Damon. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. But who wasn't in the MCU? I mean, by yeah. now, every actor ever living was in that. But um, yeah, now let's do it. I mean, Shang-Chi came out a couple of weeks ago by now. And uh, we got The Eternals coming soon. We got Spider-Man, mm -hmm. um, what is it, No Way Home? Uh, yeah, I think so. Coming soon. We got uh, Hawkeye coming soon. So Is it, that this year? That is this year. All right. So it feels like an adequate time to talk about our favorite MCU mm -hmm. things, which can also include uh, the new shows now. Uh, sure, Which yeah. we talked about in depth uh, often. Right, I think we discussed yeah. every single show. How many are there now? Three. Well, 
I don't know if, if like Agent Carter is in that, for example. I'm talking about like the Disney sure. Plus, the new ones that are but like in the MCU. Like one Division, Captain, uh, sorry, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and uh, What If is now out. Have you seen this? Right. Because I haven't, so this is not going to be on my list. I haven't touched it, no. Okay. No. But I've, I've heard good it. things about it, yeah. Yeah, I've heard good things as well, but I'm still unsure. But I, I guess I got to watch it before I for our next regular episode is that when they finish up or is it the week after oh dude i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna watch it i'm gonna tell you right now okay I, 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 you can take your time with that one <laughs> good <laughs> but um right mcu i mean the marvel cinematic universe which has mm. become a staple in today's cinemas um for like over the past i don't know how many like 10 years almost like mm-hmm. uh, it's been dominating this scene when did you first like really get into this well uh, i loved iron man the first one when it came out i saw it in cinemas i loved the movie i loved everything about it but i never like got into it after that until civil war where we started going to the cinemas i think this came out close to when we started to go to cinemas together and i was like okay let's do this you know it's a big thing i've heard so many good things about the movies but i i never watched them so i binged nearly all of them before watching civil war right. and <laughs> ever since then I, i've seen pretty much everything I, I think i've seen actually everything that's come out except for yeah agent carter for example yeah uh how about you did you get into it like from the get-go or did you take your time as well no it i was maybe a bit different in like i also like loved the iron man in the cinemas loved mm-hmm. it did i say i loved it in cinemas i watched it in cinemas <laughs> <laughs> um but i never because i'm not a comic book guy Sure. I never knew that they were building like a universe. So I didn't know that, for example, Thor was going to be connected with Iron Man. Sure, yeah. So I distinctly remember a group of friends asking me if I wanted to see Thor. <laughs> and I just I went like, no, I have no interest <laughs> in it. Nerds. And then, <laughs> right. <laughs> but then uh, I don't know when it was exactly, but um, maybe around like Ultron. Mm-hmm. so it wasn't even like I, I did see like avengers in cinemas and also like um i don't remember now exactly but a couple of films here and there all the iron mans but um i skipped all the captain americas and the thors mm-hmm. i didn't watch avengers but uh it wasn't until i think ultron where i really got into it and rewatched the entire thing and now it's one of my favorite uh cinematic universes and i mean it's it it, it has been <laughs> like uh oversaturated the market with superhero mm-hmm. movies definitely but I'm still going to be first in line for the new one. So, um, yeah. <laughs> even Eternals? I mean, you even I will said be, yeah. that you're not that into Eternals. Yeah. No, I want to see it, though. You know, I want to sure. see if my... Um, I, I, yeah, I agree. I, 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 as I said, I said it before, I don't really uh, have the highest expectations for that, but I want to see if I'm right. Sure. Uh, the MCU is the Pokemon of uh, movie franchises. you got to watch them all. <laughs> <laughs> got to yeah. watch them all. Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> a copyright strike. strike. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that was so accurate. Um, yeah, so this is going to be fun. I mean, uh, I haven't. So I haven't. You rewatched them. I haven't. The mm-hmm. last uh, time I rewatched it was before Endgame, which is already like two and a half years ago. Yeah, which is insane. Like um, a bit less, but yeah. But let's talk about them. I mean, we got. Uh, I think our lists are going to be quite different. But please uh, tell everyone how the show works, and then let's talk about our favorite. Uh, MCU thing. And maybe you can uh, explain what the MCU is for people who haven't heard of it. I don't know. Who hasn't heard of the MCU? Well, like maybe older people. What older people listening <laughs> to this We have a very, very old demographic. Do we? <laughs> I have no idea. 
anything above 20 years old. Yeah. Um, yeah, so welcome back to another special episode. Here we talk about the best thing that we've seen from a certain genre, a certain person, or here from a certain franchise. So here we talk about the best thing we've seen from the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, now also including TV shows, like you mentioned. And yeah, we're going to do this in the form of a top 10 list. We're going to count them down to the best thing that we've seen from that franchise. We have no idea what each other's lists look like, although I think we have a bit of an idea. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I have no idea because there are so many things, so many movies that I think we haven't really talked about much since we saw them before we went to uh, start going to cinemas together or haven't watched them together. So yeah, I'm excited to hear if there are any older movies like, I don't know, Iron Man 2 on this list, although I doubt it. <laughs> Spoiler alert, that one's not going to make my list, oh, okay. even though I do love Sam Rockwell. Uh, I, I once again forgot that he's in there. Yeah, man, I think it's Every Justin Hammer. Time. Yeah. <laughs> that's a name that's sticking with me for some reason. I mean, now that I started rewatching this, I every time I watch a movie, I haven't finished all of them. Where are you every, right now? Uh, for Ragnarok. I haven't finished it. Okay. I'm halfway through. Right. Um, every time I see it, it's like, right, that person is in there. And that person's what? Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. told you, like, um, fuck, what's his name? Uh, Harry Dean Stanton. <laughs> Yeah, who, who I talked about uh, um, when I talked about Lucky, he's in the fucking Avengers. I'm like, I completely forgot about this. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, I understand it. There's so many people in those movies. I mean, it's easy to get lost. <laughs> so yeah, um, like I said, sorry, it's a top ten list. If Flo has something on his number ten, and I have it on my let's say three, we might postpone the discussion for later, or otherwise we're just going to talk about it and why we think that movie deserves a spot in this list of the um. How many movies are there now? 25, 26? I think, see, that's a great question. I was trying to look it up. <laughs> I think it's 25 films mm-hmm. and three shows. Sounds about right. Yeah. I think so. Apologies. I have 25 <laughs> movies in front of me right now. So, okay. um, yeah. I'll look it up again. <laughs> but I think Did it's I, right. I think it's right. I'm so, so um, excited to hear if Shang-Chi made your list. But I guess I'll, fi- I'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, do we have anything else to discuss or are we diving right in? I don't think so. I mean, I think it's your time to uh, turn to start. So yeah, the floor is yours. Yeah. Um, hold on one second. I'm looking at, at six. We have nine, 12. We have 15. We have 18. We have 21. We have... Okay, that's that list stops. At, oh, shit. Okay, yeah, I think we're right. <laughs> 25? <laughs> I think it's 25, yes. All right. Well... My number 10 is Shang-Chi <laughs> and the Legend of the Ten Rings. <laughs> wow. And I, I looked at my list and I was like, um, it seems very uh, like I need to spice it up a little bit, you know, because okay. otherwise we would talk about certain franchises more than uh, I'd like to. Because <laughs> there's like three <laughs> films in one franchise, you know, the franchises within. Sure, a little yeah. like Captain America's Iron Man movies, whatever. So I decided to, to pop it in there because um, I'll talk about the movie that it... Um, sort of kicked out for my number 10 spot afterwards mm-hmm. when we do our honorables. Oh, okay. But, um, I mean, it's the most recent one, so I feel like I can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> the other ones, I'm going to need some help because it's been a while. But, well, uh, uh, no surprise, it's not on my list, so this is all yours. Yeah, I wasn't even going to ask. I knew that. I knew <laughs> that. But, uh, no, I mean, we talked about this movie in depth, what was mm-hmm. it, two weeks ago? Yeah, I think so. And I'm, I'm still in the same boat. I haven't seen it again. Um, mm-hmm. I do plan on rewatching it uh, sooner rather than later, though. I, I, I don't. I, I actually saw it's going to be on Disney Plus in November. So already, um, yeah, yeah. I think that's a good thing, though. 
Like that's that seems like a fair and reasonable thing, right? To have like two months where it's just in theaters, and then afterwards you can get it on on Disney Plus. Well, uh, since it's a like big Disney film, I don't really mind. Since some of them, I don't mind waiting until they get on Disney Plus, and I don't think they'll suffer like financially from it. So in that case, I'm fine with it because I'm not gonna rewatch it after like a month in cinemas. Um. But with like Dune, if it came out after a month already on like HBO Plus, which it is, yeah, uh, I'm not a fan, but sure, yeah. I think it strikes the right balance of like you, because if diehard fans are not gonna wait two months to see it at home, they're gonna go and mm-hmm. see it in theaters. But uh, you know, the casual viewer can see it uh, at home in a couple of months. So, sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, I like Shang Chi. I like <laughs> the music, as I said before. The, mm-hmm. I still listen to the, to especially the end credit track, "Fire in the Sky" by Anderson Pack. That's a fantastic song. I thought you were talking about Hotel California. No, oh, no, 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 oh, no, no. Okay, but that's what you no, talked about like two no, weeks no. ago. Let's go. Okay, Hotel California. No, I California, said the end credits song. I mean, I can understand why you think of Hotel California. Sure, but no, yeah. no, I'm literally, no, 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 no. <laughs> gotcha, okay. No, no, no. Um, but I mean, I feel like we've talked about this one really like two weeks ago. Sure. And uh, I wanted to include it because I, I, I it has, it, uh, it hasn't like grown on me. But it, I, I stick by the by, by everything I said. I really think this is one of, as one of the best action films in the MCU. Got some of the best action scenes mm-hmm. in the film. Uh, in, sorry, in the in the universe. I liked Simu Liu. I liked uh, the villain. What was it? Tony Leung, something like that. I'm sorry uh, if I mispronounced that name. He's got like a free part name. I've got it. Yeah. I think the I think the common name is just the first and last name, and you actually slid in the middle name too, which t- took me by surprise. It, it's his IMDb name. I don't know. Right, right. I don't know. <laughs> it's your you're more name. you're more formal with him than I. Am. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing to seeing him in the in the MCU uh, going forward. I mean, we talked about this too that you're more mm. like the fan of martial arts. I know you said no, you're more of a fan of like the Japanese films, but um, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I thought it was a nice little. Uh, change in the MCU mm-hmm. in terms of combat and the whole, the whole mystical thing and I, I loved the visuals of this and as I said I said before that I think Destin Daniel Cretton directed the hell out of it so um, yeah I, I decided to put it in there uh, yeah, I'm uh, at number 10 though I get it I mean it's one of the best looking movies on this list on yeah. this uh, in this franchise yeah yeah what do you got at 10 uh, well my number 10 was also a struggle when we get to the honorable mentions, or if my if you say this movie, I'm gonna tell you. So okay, this isn't on my list. It was knocked out by my number ten, which is I Am Man Free by Shane Black. Wow, see that's not on my list at all. Okay, not at all. Okay, <laughs> it's not even at all. <laughs> it's not even in the honorables. No. <laughs> um. Yeah, I liked it. I, I gotta. I gotta say, I'm. I'm a fan of this movie. I was surprised by it because it does have a bit of a different structure than the rest of them, especially with. First of all, in the way they tell the story and also with kind of an Iron Man kind of starting anew in a way and kind of redefining himself. Uh, in this movie, we got, well, this is very fitting, we got the Mandarin as the villain, which is talked about in Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, Iron Man 3, I, I, should we go over the, the, the plots? Because first of all, spoiler warning, I was going to say, thank you. Yes, I, was, I forgot to say this. I think we should yeah. do spoilers. Definitely. Yeah, I think so as well. Please, if you haven't watched the films, then... Uh, do so and come back yeah. but uh, we're going to talk about spoilers yeah i mean i don't know how much i have to talk about the plot here since i f- hope everybody has seen all the mcu movies by now yeah i think we don't have to but yeah i gotta say i thought the action was great i really liked the ending with like the end action scene of all what the was suits the coming uh, onto the ship <laughs> that's with like, pepper remote control. as well right with 
Pepper Potts, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With um I actually like that film too. It's just not I like almost all of the MCU films. So even though I said it's not on my honorable, it's actually like you know, <laughs> I think it's a good film. I remember loving it in theaters actually. I saw this with my yeah. dad and it's it's typical Shane Black humor too, which I appreciate. Yeah, that's that's a great part of it. And I think like it's the best Iron Man with like as with Tony Stark as in having more to do as a character, you know? Yes, yes. Um because you just see his struggle way more, whereas in the first one, he, you know, he's a develops uh, his identity as a superhero. And yeah, he's a badass. That's pretty much it. In the second one, I don't remember the second one because I fucking hate it. <laughs> it's not as bad as people make it out to be. Yeah, I, I really didn't like it. But sure, I also like Mika Rook as the villain. Didn't really grab me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I've just as, as a whiplash. character. As Whiplash, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but here he, he just struggles. And also with Pepper Potts, I thought his character was the most interesting here. You um, prefer this to Iron Man 1? N- not quite. Okay. I think Iron Man 1 just still got the nostalgia effect for sure, me. Sure, so sure. So you can, I think, figure it out. So it's going to be in this list as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the villain in this? I, 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 I see his face. I can't, see, uh, I can't think of his name. Well, the Mandarin. But yeah, since we are doing spoilers, it's... I don't remember his name, actually. I rewatched this recently. Uh, uh, but it's the I, I science know exactly. guy. Yeah, I know exactly who, who it is. Um, What's his name? Uh, Clive? No. I got it open here. Oh, His name is the Memento guy, Aldrich Killian, in the movie. But it's Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Guy yeah. Pierce. Jesus. Yeah. Me- Owen, oh, Guy of course. Pierce. Yeah, Memento. That's where I know him from. You know Guy Pierce. He's in movies. Of course. Yeah, yeah. But I, I couldn't <laughs> place him for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does this one have? Because you rewatched this recently, right? Yeah. Does this one have that scene at the end where? Um, oh, that might be the second one. With mm. I think it's the second one with. Um, roads where they both like shoot at each uh, at each other in that little utopian uh, dome oh yeah that's the second one i think yeah i love with that war machine with one yeah, with uh, roads right yeah uh, that's i'm sorry i uh mixed up roads with uh what's john favreau's na- uh, name in the series uh happy happy that's right. him Right, right. I love that ending, but that's Iron Man 2. That's a cool scene. Yeah. I'll give it that. Yeah, yeah. I don't like Iron Man 2. (laughs) (laughs) But Iron Man 3, you got the ending at that, I like that harbor thing, right? With that Mm -hmm. that shipyard. How do you say that? At the docks, right? Sure, sure, sure. And yeah, you got uh, Pepper Potts uh, flying in in a suit, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, towards the end. uh, No, she's kidnapped and then she gets. No, she doesn't get a suit. Suit. She doesn't fight in a suit even. It's just because she's implanted with that weird serum, right? Which doesn't kill her, and then she becomes like awesome and fights the bad guy, right? Right, right, right. I think she doesn't get a suit until Infinity War. Does she wear one in Infinity War? Or was in just Endgame. Endgame? <laughs> See, so you're listening to absolute uh, professionals here. You're listening <laughs> to fans of the franchise. We know them all inside and out. Yeah, uh, no, if we're you struggling, wondered, but uh, you know. Yeah, if you wonder what like a last minute list looks like. <laughs> This is it. <laughs> we watched him. You we watched him. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but interesting enough, uh, on last note, it was supposed to have the end credit scene of a post credit scene of Iron Man flying out into space and meeting Guardians of the Galaxy, which would have been so weird because then they would have <laughs> like had to change everything around and also wouldn't have been the fir- first meeting with the Avengers, uh, yeah, with the Guardians. But apparently they didn't do that because Robert Downey Jr. was thinking about leaving the MCU. Is that right? That sounds like a rumor. Maybe. Maybe. Could be. I don't know. I read it on the internet, so, so it must be true. a grain of salt. Yeah. <laughs> the third one also has Rebecca Hall, right? Yeah, in a small role. Well, 
medium. Where she she betrays him, doesn't she? She like works for sure. Guy Pierce in the yeah, end. Yeah, she right? like comes along in the beginning and then shortly in the ending. Right, right, right. But it's got all these flashbacks too, right? Yeah, I remember, I remember it somehow. And the kids, I really liked the kid and uh, Tony Stark's interactions. The kid? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. That that has an appearance in Endgame. <laughs> Does it? That's the kid when? at the funeral. Gotcha. Do you remember that where the whole uh, yeah, audience yeah, yeah. Were, went like, "What? Who the fuck who the is that fuck guy?" Is this? Yeah, it's Iron Man three. Oh, the kid okay. from Iron Man three. Yeah, so many things that I'm still not getting about See, this. I'm, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my ten. What's your right. number nine? My number nine is actually the first Avengers. So the oh. Avengers mm-hmm. is that higher for you? It's not even on my list. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Would have been if I had not rewatched it and was like. This is all right, but not that great. Interesting. Yeah. See, my problem with this one is, and I actually, I, um, I'm sad about that because I, mm-hmm. when that came out, I wasn't as invested in the MCU yet. I said it in the beginning. I hadn't seen all the films that were leading up to that sort of epic, almost finale of them all meeting up. Sure, yeah. So I, I watched it because I saw Iron Man was in it. And... Um, for that reason, I feel like I, I never really understood its magic because uh, that was more like later on in the MCU for me when I, you know, when I was more invested in it. But I think it's still a great film. I mean, it's a it's a it's a great achievement to sort of put all these people together that were built up across their own films, and then you have this uh, epic fight. You get Loki for the first time, who, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you can say what you want about him, but I think he's <laughs> a, I, I think it, he's definitely one of the better villains of the MCU and. Definitely an iconic character, and um, yeah, it's got epic scenes. I mean, that that scene in I think it's in, of course, it's in New York when they're mm-hmm. all like that that hero moment when the camera goes like around them all, and uh, I liked it. I agree though with you that I don't think it's as good as other people say it is, especially comparing it to the other like team up films. Mm-hmm. I do like it more than Ultron. I do yeah. like it more than Ultron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's it's still. I haven't seen it in a while, but I think it's 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 on there for the achievement of it. It it because that sure. sort of it 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 it, it um, paved the way for how the MCU was going to go forward. And if that movie had sucked, it would have all been for nothing. But uh, <laughs> it was really really good, and they sort of expanded on that from that point on. Yeah, I gotta say, when I first watched the Avengers, because yeah, I knew like Iron Man was out, and I didn't pay much attention. I didn't really know about the team up at first, but then. You know, Captain America was coming out, so I knew, okay, this is gonna, well, it's gonna build up to. So I then I knew, okay, there's gonna be team ups, but so I rewatched all the movies or f- watched them for the first time back then. And when I first saw Avengers, I was blown away. Like, you can do that, like, mix up movies and then all got them in the same adventure. I, I thought it was so fucking cool the first time I saw it, it kind of blew me away, to be honest. But having rewatched it, I think just having watched this and, of course, the later movies, just the action and, uh, the movie just doesn't look as good as the others later and i think that's also true for like the first captain america and also the early iron mans yeah there's just this huge fucking gap between this and the later movies like if you compare it to spider-man like the the cinematography just the way the movies that just it's better filmmaking in a way and the action just looks so much better i talked about this with like action just cutting away way too much in like fight scenes they, they do it way better in the later movies. Of course, Shang-Chi is great at that. You write about the action there. But also, uh, like, yeah, Spider-Man, the four movie. Also, like, Civil War even does it better later with the action. I think it just looks way better. So I think the memory of Avengers is great. 
But if you're just in the mood for an MCU movie, I think I would prefer some of the other movies over this. I mean, I kind of get what you mean, but it's maybe it's also like because of the the technology did uh, improve over the years. I mean, this is an earlier film of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, of course, it's going to get course, better yeah. in terms of technology. But uh, in terms of action, yeah, I, I can understand what you're saying, but it does have these like, for example, the Hulk smash thing where he smashes yeah. Loki around. It's got these like iconic scenes in it. And uh, for those reasons, it's it made my list. Yeah. I mean, the ending is cool with the New York fight scene. That's yeah. true. And when they're eating a burger or whatever, a shawarma. shawarma. <laughs> is that a... I know it's not a it's not a real right. That's not a real restaurant, or is it? Is it's that... a real restaurant, and I mean shawarma is a real thing. Yeah. What is that? Shawarma. It's it's pretty much dirham. It's like is it Turkish? Oh yeah, I'm looking it up right now. I think it's Turkish or like Middle Eastern. It's like thinly cut meat from like this roast bit. Maybe also some bread and like yogurt sauce and uh, salads. That's pretty. It's pretty much what we get here. Maybe it's right. a bit different. No, but I, what I meant before is it. it it, it, there's no shawarma chain in America, right? They made. I don't know up. if there's a chain, but it's a real restaurant apparently. Because I, you know, once you watch these movies, their YouTube feed is full of that shit. Uh, so I got recommended like um, some behind-the-scenes things for like Avengers, and then there was this one thing where they said that they filmed the scene like the day before it came out, mm-hmm. and then edited it in really quickly. Yeah, and apparently they did film in a real restaurant. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think Evans either either he has a broken jaw or a broken arm, and he really? couldn't eat, and so he's just like, uh, um, yeah, hiding that and just sitting still in the scene. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't remember which <laughs> injury he had, but definitely one. <laughs> I just heard apparently swarmer sales skyrocketed after of that. Of course scene. they did. Yeah, of course <laughs> I mean, they did. Even I was kind of in the mood for swarmer after seeing it. <laughs> right. What's your nine? Uh, my nine is Doctor Strange. Yeah, good one. Not on my list, yeah. but good one, yeah. Because when I made this list, a lot of the picks that I have on here is just because I think they're funner than some of the other movies. <laughs> the other movie, um, like Avengers, really cool when I first saw them. But like Doctor Strange and other things that I'm going to talk about just have this rewatch value way more than others. And Doctor Strange, I rewatched this like a year ago. Yeah. Not even now. And I just, it was fun, just once again. I, I mean, of course, Mats Mikkelsen is in there, which yeah. gave it some extra points. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just the interaction. I mean, I, I still love the line of, what's your name? Straight, so, uh, oh. Sorry, what's, what is it? Like, fuck, I forgot the fucking quote. Uh, like, strange, yeah, but I'm not here to judge. <laughs> fuck, I ruined the joke, but fuck it. Uh, <laughs> watch the movie. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Dormammu have come to bargain or whatever oh, that, it is. It's also a great scene. Yeah, it, it it has these great scenes. And first of all, great actors. I mean, just apart from the MCU, those are fucking great actors. Both Ben de Cumberbatch, Mats Mikkelsen, and Rachel McAdams. Did For I sure. give Doctor Strange a place on my Rachel McAdams list? I, th- I think we mentioned it in our honorables. I, yeah. think. I think. Okay. I might have watched, like, rewatched the movie actually for the Rich McAdams <laughs> special. Yeah, for some be. reason. Could be. <laughs> it's not her biggest role, but yeah, it was a bit of a waste to use her. She's, she's such a great actress in such such a small part. But uh, you know, I was happy to I see mean, her. You can also say that with like Natalie Portman and uh, Thor and 100%. I mean, even Gwyneth Paltrow. But she's got a big. But they both got bigger parts than Rachel McAdams does. I mean, she never really has. A, she's never never coming yeah. back. Rachel McAdams. Fair enough. Or maybe she is. More. I don't know. 
I was happy because man, this was Benedict Cumberbatch's sort of really breakthrough as mm-hmm. an A-lister. And now he's he's maybe like the, the, the head of the Avengers now. I mean, that dude, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, going forward, I mean, he's definitely one of the, now one of the last like OGs because every other person is <laughs> fucked off. Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm kind of still hanging on to what might come next because if he dropped out as well, the only cool character that I was looking forward to would be Spider-Man. Yeah. And that wouldn't be enough. So yeah, I'm glad he's still around because he's a cool character and we've yeah. seen him pretty much the least of the big heroes since he's on, only been in Doctor Strange very shortly in Thor, Ragnarok, and then of course back in uh, the Avengers, the last two, uh, Endgame and Infinity War. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought also it just, once again, the movie looks great. I really like the effect of how they do like the portals uh, yeah. and the whole uh, teleportation, this whole mind thing. Also when he first gets transported into like the spirit uh, yes. world or like not quite the material world by Tilda Swinton. What's her name? Tilda Swinton. Thank you very much. And you also got, of course, Be- uh, Benedict Wong. Yeah. Wong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this great scene uh, where he listens to um, Beyonce. Beyonce in his uh, study. Yeah. And I re- uh, this is a great scene. It was a great moment in the cinema as well. This is why those moves are also great to watch in the cinema. So, first of all, there's the fan base there. So, we always know you got people who are actually invested in these movies when you watch them. Yeah. Which just gives you way bigger reactions, which is always just so fun to watch. Just because you brought it up, like specifically the Beyonce thing, mm-hmm. I want to mention a story now. I want to tell a story oh, now that I forgot to mention on the Shang-Chi episode, I think. Mm-hmm. Because um, you're absolutely right. Benedict Wong, or Wong in the MCU, he dances to or he sings along to uh, ah, right. Beyonce, right? I know what you're about to say. I know, yeah. because I'm so proud of it. So <laughs> at the end of uh, Shang-Chi, a little mm-hmm. smaller spoiler here, they obviously, I mean, you said it before already, they have like a karaoke scene and they sing Hotel California, which was mm-hmm. uh, mentioned in the beginning of the film. I leaned over to a friend of ours and I said like, man, why didn't they sing Beyonce, right? Just mm-hmm. because it's Wong. And I was proud, proud there. And, and he goes like, yeah, yeah, yeah he should, they should do, um, put a ring on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, we, we literally looked at each other because he, when he said it, he didn't even realize how genius it was because of the Legend of the Ten Rings. Mm-hmm. And we looked at each other and we're like, damn it, we, we should write these films. <laughs> so, because I think actually in Doctor Strange, he sings along to, if you like it, then you should have put a ring on yeah. it, right? So, why in the world they didn't sing this at the end of Shang-Chi? I mean, it maybe it would have been too on the nose, but I, th- I, I still think it's a missed opportunity. I think they just want to put uh, the, the Hotel California joke in there one more time. I right. think, like, if they're paying for the song, I guess just... <laughs> Put it in there as much as they can. But yeah, I yeah. I totally agree. It would have been way funnier. Right? Anyway. No, I like I like Doctor Strange too. I think it's visually beautiful. I love mm-hmm. uh, Mads Mikkelsen. What's his name? Like Cassidillion or something? <laughs> Jeez. I mean, you're way ahead of me in like the name department. I mean, no, it's got to be said. Uh, you're the bigger Marvel fan of the two of us. so I guess. <laughs> Cassilius is his name. Cassilius. Yeah. <laughs> Fun- funny enough, I... I rewatched uh, the IT crowd recently. Yeah. I need another like cooking show. Sure. And Benedict Wong is in there, a really young Benedict Wong. Is he really? <laughs> <laughs> he plays like a, a countdown winner. And also, I didn't know Countdown was a real show until I started watching Eight Out of Ten Cats Does yeah, Countdown. Yeah. I was like, ah, okay. But, but is Wong British? He's apparently, yeah. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> 
Right. It, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I'm so looking forward to the second one, directed by the same guy, uh, Scott Derrickson, is going to mm-hmm. return for the multiverse of madness, and it's going to be a good one. Uh, yeah. He doesn't yeah. hasn't done much else, right? I just saw like one or two horror movies. And that's yeah, it. yeah, he's done Sinister. Yeah, yeah, no, he's and done a couple of horror the new films. The Exorcist, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, The Exorcist of Emily Rose, I think the name is, right? Oh, okay. Maybe I just saw The Exorcist. I thought it was a, a remake of the original. Great movie. No, no, it's not a remake. It's actually a courtroom drama that's got some horror elements oh. to it. I, I thought oh, about okay. watching it for that reason. But uh, I think he's got a horror film coming up soon with Ethan Hawke that looks really, really cool. Um, it's called The Black Phone. Yes. Oh, <laughs> is this going to come out this year? Next year, I think. Next year. Oh, okay. Yes. But is he... Am I... Hold on a second. Now, wait a second. See? <laughs> I hate myself because I... Before I started saying that it's the Derrickson to return, I thought about, is Raimi returning? But then in my head, I was like, no, no, no. Raimi's going to do Spider-Man 3. But no, of course, Sam Raimi is directing the new Strange film. Oh, really? Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. know that. What? No, no, no. I See, in my head, I was like... Ramey's re- returning or he's coming back to like Spider-Man right mm-hmm. but obviously that's the same director who did I'm all over the, the first time I'm all over the place <laughs> the new Doctor Strange film is not by Scott Derrickson it's by Sam Raimi so that's oh, gonna be okay, interesting okay. yeah 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 apologies gets, for that yeah why well, you said Spider-Man uh, right thank you <laughs> so, so what's your number eight yeah my eight is the first Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy mm, yeah it's not on my list that's also not on your list it's an honorable okay I'm interested. Okay, we'll see if the second one makes your list. Um, completely different, and also during a time when I was invested in it. I think this came out when 2014. Maybe that was the yeah. first one when I was really invested in it. That because Ultron was 2015. Yeah, Guardians was mm-hmm. before that. I remember watching that in theaters, and um, yeah, I mean it's awesome. I mean it's just awesome. You, you, I got a group of people that you don't really feel like will work together but uh james gunn is a genius and uh, i'm a huge i mean the guy who directed the new suicide squad he did uh, both guardians movies and mm-hmm. um he's gonna do the third one that's why i was confused there for a second too i'm all over the place with my directors but um yeah i love it and it's got like a, a another one of those changes in the mcu that i that were very welcome like wandavision after endgame felt like mm-hmm. a warm change Guardians felt like a warm change to the whole other MCU. <laughs> Sorry. Warm change just <laughs> sounds like something naughty. Does it? You know? I had, like had a, a very diaper. good dream, so it's a sort of warm change. <laughs> I think of diapers now. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, what do you think of Guardians? <laughs> I liked it. Uh, I liked it more the second time I watched it, to be honest. I wasn't that into it the first time, but the more I got into the characters, I. I think what my problem was, I really liked the characters, really liked the group and like th- those misfits coming together and uh, like Rocket and of course Drax is yeah. one of the best. I mean, Groot is funny. Uh, I think in this movie, like the Groot joke is a bit overdone, I guess. I mean, yeah, sure, it's cute, but it's just this one joke that gets repeated time after time. But my problem was more with the villain. I thought the villain was just so boring and forgettable that oh, I wasn't what? that interested. Ronan? Yeah. Lee Pace. Love that actor. <laughs> no, seriously. I think he's one of the better villains. Really? Marilyn I think Manson he's like... himself. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But apart from that, he's like he's like this genocide dude. And I don't know why. <laughs> like I don't know sure. what these aliens are that he's supposedly killed. I, I never saw this dude. He doesn't seem that threatening. He I don't know. He, I I would have I thought would have found it more interesting if a uh, Jimon Hansu, a sure i mispronounced his name would have been the villain but he's just a 
Minion that does like two action scenes. Yeah. Who? <laughs> That's my German Hansu impression. That's very really good. Thank you. Uh, I like Ronan, but I hated the dance-off at the end. Now, I, mm. I, I don't hate the dance-off in, in terms of like, I didn't, it's not that I didn't find the scene funny. I did. But I get what they were going for. I get it's different. But to defeat the enemy with a distracting dance-off didn't feel, I don't want to say plausible <laughs> because I don't think they're going for that, but it felt a bit too much for me, you know? Sure. But I think because you said he's like, you don't really know why he's doing all these things. Isn't he like a henchman to Thanos too, if I remember correctly? Yeah. I mean, he's kind of working for him, but then he wants to portray him, betray him. And he's like, I don't need you. I'm, don't call me boy. Yeah. He's like the Hamilton of uh, the MCU. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he got his inspiration from. Um, I, I, I can say I, I did really like the movie the second time I watched it. And it was a contender for my 10th place among uh, and one other movie. Yeah. I mean, the, the best thing about these films, the Guardians films, is the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it, for, alone for uh, just for that, it deserves a spot on this yes. list. Yeah, you're right. 100%. And um, yeah, I'm excited for the next one too. I like these group, this this group of people, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, music is great, and the whole world building that James Gunn uh, achieves is uh, really astonishing. Are you interested in the video game that's coming out? Have you no, seen not the trailer? Really. I have seen the trailer. Yeah, I'm okay. not really. No, no I think it looks really. kind of good. To yeah. be honest, yeah, I'll, I'll look at the reviews once it's out. It's always so weird just because they're put, portrayed not necessarily by different actors but you know they're animated with different faces because of co- because of, uh, because of course jesus christ that was hard uh they can't use chris pratt's face uh right. they would also need his voice etc so i get it but i thought they looked still kind of cool and they look more comical like comical like more like the comic versions i would think yeah which i think is a nice touch i think it looks kind of cool yeah no for sure I, I saw the trailer i think it was like i think it looks good but yeah. um, I'll see how it turns out. <laughs> What's your eight? My eight is, well, Iron Man. That's my six. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's talk about it. I mean, yeah, I gotta say, if we're gonna go by just rewatch value, I haven't rewatched this now since I started rewatching the movies. I started with Captain America. Okay. But Iron Man, I loved it when it came out. But since then, every time I rewatch it, which has been like twice now, it's it's good, but it's not quite as I remembered. But just the nostalgia is still there to make it a better movie. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I, I, I disagree, but I know what you mean, yes. Because just, I mean, the villain, it's just also small scale still, still <laughs> which is kind of cool, of course. You know, you see the beginnings. But if you then compare it to the other movies, it just seems kind of off. But it, for the time, it was a great action movie. I think... The, the suit is still just the design they go uh, went for just looked great. I thought just the sound and making him Iron Man was one of the best choices ever. And Iron Man is my favorite superhero probably out of the MCU, maybe except for Spider-Man. Okay. But yeah, I thought it was a great choice also with Pepper Potts. I'm not a huge fan of Colin Potter, but I mean, this started all. And I thought they made some great choices with this, that if they changed something about it, this all could have like gone to hell but no yeah. they start a great superhero movie that everybody liked even though it could stand on its own without needing like five uh movies to prepare you for it yeah which you know deserves a shout out uh, in its own how about you 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is the movie that's that started it all. I mean, I said it with Avengers, it set the tone for how it's going forward, but mm-hmm. Iron Man is really the first one. And if that one hadn't worked, we wouldn't be here right now. But And uh, it was obviously, it re-ignited um, Robert Downey Jr.'s career too, which mm-hmm. uh, I was, I mean, he did like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang a couple of years before that, but sure. he wasn't really like a household name that he is now. And uh, yeah, I love this film. I think... Uh, Strangely enough, rarely people talk about the humor in this. Mm-hmm. I really think it's one of the funnier MCU films because it's not really... Uh, we'll, we'll talk maybe about some of the humor that I don't like. I don't know if that film makes your list. But... Uh, oh. I don't think it will, but we'll see. <laughs> I just remember um, him being a cool-ass guy. I mean, it is... He's cool, yeah. He is just the... He's like Ocean's Eleven type of guy. I would love to see <laughs> Tony Stark in Ocean's Eleven now that I think about it, you know? Yeah. You could fund the whole thing, you know? <laughs> no, I like it. I mean, the, the villain is uh, Jeff Bridges, Obadiah mm-hmm. Stane. Uh, I mean, it's a smaller villain, but, uh, you know, he, he wants to take control of the whole, like, um, Stark Industries, if I remember correctly. And then I, 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 the whole, like, fight at the end, top of the building and the suits did feel like uh, I, I, I wasn't a huge fan of that either. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what you mean too, but um, just the whole uh, interactions with uh, Pepper Potts and him, and uh, you know, it's 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 a similar story to Batman Begins. Not in that it just sets up the character, but you got this playboy who uh, sort of uh, you know discovers what's gonna <laughs> define the next couple of years of his life, or maybe the rest of his life. Sure, and, uh, I love Batman Begins, and I do think of Iron Man and then the same type of way maybe it's a bit more lighthearted than batman but uh, i i love it i really do love it and i when i rewatched it a couple of years ago i still i still think it holds up and i think i think it's definitely the best iron man still i think what is also just so cool about this movie is the very last scene which is him telling our, oh, everybody yeah, that he's sure. iron man which is like the thing if like every kid has like superhero fan it's like so cool to think about of course when you're like, when you're a kid and but all in all these movies like it's gotta be a secret you know they all gotta fight around it but he just goes out there balls through the walls i am iron man this is me you know and just makes the character just so much more fun and more open because of it because now you don't have this like whole secrecy thing it's just him going on fucking adventures and not having to worry about i don't know staying below the like the radar or whatever he just is this playboy who just brags about it pretty much which yeah it's just so much more fun yes 100 percent. right what's Um, your seven my seven is uh (laughs) i don't think this is making your list is captain america the winter soldier this also fought for my number 10 is that do you prefer this to the first one oh yeah definitely okay okay i think the third one might make your list Uh, so the second (laughs) one widely regarded to be one of the best mcu films and I mean, I we're now in the top seven or whatever. Now mm-hmm. we are really in my like. When creating this list, it's sort of um, solidified to me that I genuinely love seven MCU films. Okay. Because spoiler alert, no show is going to make my list. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, from now on, we're, we're really talking. Iron Man was in that, but uh, Captain America, man, I'll talk about him a little bit more later. But I've just—he's my favorite. He is my favorite. Uh, hero in the mcu and it used to be iron man and it wasn't until um a later film uh, in the mcu where i really really uh, where, where that changed and chris mm-hmm. evans is a, is the main reason for that and I, th- I know a lot of people 
disregard Captain America just because of the patriotism that he sort of personifies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's true. I mean, it's true. But um, I think there's much more behind that character. But anyway, I like the first one. That's actually my number 11. So okay. I'll say that now. That, fought, that was kicked off by Shang-Chi. I like the first one a lot, sort of setting up who Steve Rogers is. And I love that iconic scene where he throws himself on the hand grenade. <laughs> Just a good guy, man. Just a yeah. good guy. He could do this all he day. This. He could yeah. do this all day. But then the second one, directed by the Russo brothers now. I mean, we, talk, we talked about those guys before. Two directors that I absolutely love. I actually got to see one of them in person when I was in Toronto. Have I told you this story before? Oh, like five times. No, that's, that's absolute bullshit. That's absolute <laughs> bullshit. It's <laughs> like me bragging about it fi- everywhere I go. I mean, that was a genuine question if I told you this before. All right, you recite the story, you son of a bitch. You recite the story, because I don't no, think I, I told no you the story before. I think you've told me once. Uh, you also showed me the picture of the guy. Okay, I might have told you the story. Then. Yeah. No, I, I, w- I went to Toronto <laughs> in 2019, and uh, I went to collect my tickets for the film festival. There's like a, a, a main sort of building where you go to and I walk in and it's literally I've been in Toronto for like 30 minutes and I walk in and who's interviewed like three meters next to me it's Joe Russo <laughs> and I was literally like well, this is great to be in Toronto this is fantastic I mean there's the guy who just and it was literally after Endgame right he just directed the most successful film of all sure. time or whatever so um then you went to McDonald's and you saw Leonardo DiCaprio. And he, I missed him by a second. I actually missed it because Ford versus Ferrari was there. I actually missed oh. Matt Damon and Christian Bale Yeah, because I wasn't Ooh, there okay. in the evening. Yeah, There were a lot of people there. Scarlett Johansson was there. Everyone was there. Cool. Um, but yeah, the two directors that really took Captain America and made him into something great. And you see that action. It starts off from the first action scene on the boat. I think you talked about this. You, not, you didn't like this, right? We talked about this re- recently. That you didn't like the action in, in, in Captain America. Yeah, uh, like I did like it towards the end, but especially in the beginning, there's a couple of scenes when he's yeah on the boat fighting. Yeah, and it's just so fast paced, and I I didn't like them not staying on it a bit more, which they did in Civil War, for example. Yeah, but it felt like so. You felt the impact, you know. You 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 you. It felt like you were watching a a much more brutal Captain America. You you, you just like. Yeah. really went after them and I really appreciated that it, it felt more gritty than the first one yeah it felt way more like an action movie than a superhero movie well it is it is an action film but it is what makes it so great is that it's a combination of an action film and a, and a good old like 90s spy thriller <laughs> yeah it, it obviously solidified by the fact that you got Robert Redford in there I mean mm-hmm. the guy who's like the spy film you know hero or whatever <laughs> the, the, the giant that he is and um you know, obviously, he turns out to be the villain in this, and I think it's Alexander. Fuck, what's his name? Pain? Is it? <laughs> that's a director, no? Is it? <laughs> Alec- um, is I rewatched it? it like a week ago, and I still don't remember. Who am I thinking of right now with Alexander? Yeah, that's a director. <laughs> his name is Alexander Pierce. Oh, okay, Pierce. it's got a P. Pierce, Pierce. Yes. <laughs> no, but uh, that whole like. The way they incorporated a spy film into an MCU action film is just genius. And you get, obviously, Bucky for the first time and that whole standoff mm-hmm. on, on the highway is beautiful. And I really appreciate the action in this. And obviously, you got um, Black Widow uh, teaming up with, with Cap there and um, their interaction between each other. And um, I thought the chemistry yeah. was really good between um, yeah. Scott Johansson and Chris Evans, which made it even weirder that she and... Uh, Bruce Banner just got a thing out of nowhere pretty much in 
Age of Ultron, which I thought just felt wrong. No, it was in, it was in the first Avengers, no? When the when the chemistry begins between the two of them, no? Maybe a bit, but not really. I mean, I like because Winter Soldier's after the Avengers, and I thought, felt that well, felt way more authentic than yeah in Age of Ultron. Of all of a sudden, was it really Age of Ultron? Yeah, that's that's when they start flirting at the party, and then she sure. kind of starts like calming him down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that was based gone. on a film before because they obviously she's the one who gets to recruit Bruce Banner in the, mm-hmm. in the first Avengers, right? Right, but I don't think they have that many scenes after that. Yeah, I don't quite remember this, but uh, I know a lot of people wanted Steve and Natasha to mm-hmm. have a fling. But I mean, their chemistry—they've worked on so many films before together. So uh, did they? Yeah, we talked about this on the Scar Joe special. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. so many, a couple, yeah, like three or four films together. Yeah, before the MCU. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which ones? I can't think of a single one right now. Well, it was the Nanny Diaries. Okay, Jesus Christ, maybe. Um. <laughs> you had, um, I think it's the perfect score. I haven't seen that either. Uh, see, uh, is that enough? I can't think of any other. Than that. Sure. Uh, there's definitely, I think, one more, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, they've known each other for years and years. Yes, okay. that's why their chemistry is so believable. But yeah, I love it. I think the second one is a—it's uh, the only real like genre film within the MCU. I think maybe. I mean, like with Homecoming, you get like a teen coming yeah. of age movie. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I appreciated the spy aspect of the whole of the whole thing. And I think Winter Soldier is also the one where Fury dies, right? And mm-hmm. then spoiler—he he's actually alive. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's your uh, seven? My seven. Well, yeah, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh, that's higher for me. That's higher for me. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. My six was Iron Man, so what's your six? Yeah. It's for Ragnarok. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you didn't... I thought because you said you didn't finish it, re- rewatching it, um, I thought you might not enjoy it. That's why it's only my six. Because we watched this in cinemas oh, together, and dude. we are both not as big a fans of this movie as the rest, because everybody said, like, this is one of the best, if not the best, MCU movie to date. I thought you loved it. I liked it, but I didn't love it as much as everybody else. I was like, okay, but we agreed. I mean, we all even talked about it after the movie. That <laughs> yeah. Some of the jokes were just too much. They're just unnecessary jokes and moments that should have been tense, uh, tenser. And yeah, it just felt a little silly for the whole thing. Yeah. And now that I rewatched it, it's great. <laughs> I, I, I'm enjoying the jokes. I think it's so colorful and so fun. I'm just loving every minute that I'm watching it. And I think what you said is so much it's so true for my list as well from number seven on these are just movies that are really fucking like and not just because they're in the mcu and for ragnarok just feels like a movie that you can watch on your own and i think just more accessible for also people who are maybe not that into the mcu but also for people who just want to have rewatch one of the movies and just want to pick a fun one because i think the, this you can watch pretty much anytime it just the action is cool like hulk coming out doing his thing, fighting. They have some great lines. I think Carl Urban, who I kind of forgot that he's the guy who helps Kate Blanchett's character. He's funny as hell. Yeah, he's good. I mean, it all makes sense now because I just got it. He's from New Zealand as well. As is, of course, Rachel House. I think he's uh, from New Zealand. Okay, yeah. Rachel House, whom we talked about in um, Penguin Bloom. Yeah. (laughs) She's great. Yeah, she's Really fucking funny here. Jeff Goldblum. Made for the fucking role, pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think also Tessa Thompson's really good in this. I think 
this is just the best for because he is just even more fun they just letting loose and having fun with it and i think taika Waititi is a great choice for this i think this movie could even be higher on my list but i haven't finished it i might change my mind sorry i touched the mic with my nose <laughs> and yeah i i would love to put this further up but <laughs> gotta finish it first yeah i got different thoughts on this yeah let's go i i want to hear them well I remember distinctly after the cinema, mm-hmm. we went outside and I remember you saying it's the best Thor film. Oh, did I? Yes. I mean, I don't even remember what I said back then. No, you I said, mean, yeah, you said that. Maybe, you said that. I mean, the first one was good, but not great. And the second one I didn't really like. I liked yeah. it more now that I rewatched it, but still. Now, for me, this is the worst Thor film. Oh, I, you've said this before and worse yes. than Thor, the Dark World is just so... <laughs> it's just so weird to hear. It just looks so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, listen, this is my most <laughs> controversial thing of the week. I'm fully aware of this. I think even Chris Hemsworth would say that this is his favorite Thor film. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved it. But f- from I saw it two times, and from the first time, it didn't sit right with me. Okay. And I don't want to, like because i could really talk about this for 20 minutes i, I f- for me it, it boils down to the humor that you enjoyed now i really disliked the humor in this because it <laughs> felt like like picking waititi to direct it is a bold choice and if you know his films you kind of know his humor and what to expect and i love his early films like what we do in the shadows is one of my favorite comedies of the recent years but i don't think it fits within the mcu and especially not after the first two Thor films. Now, you can say that you don't like the first two Thor films and therefore you appreciate the break that it did within that mm-hmm. little franchise itself. And I think Chris Hemsworth, uh, Chris Hemsworth would say that. I think he yeah. appreciates that, he has, that he's got um, more humor to play with and that it's a more fun environment to be in. I enjoy the first Thor film. That's my favorite, the first one, I agree. The second mm-hmm. one, maybe it's on par with the third one for me. But I never hated the second one. But uh, for me, it just built up a character that was sort of like Luke throws away the sky, that the lightsaber mm-hmm. at the beginning of uh, Last Jedi. It felt like Thor Ragnarok did that with the Thor that I've grown to like. And the whole humor, it's like they put in humor for the sake of it. He's, he picks up my go-to reference is always he picks up a bouncing ball, he chucks it against the wall and it bounces back and slams him in the face. That's pretty much where I stopped watching. <laughs> yes, that is funny, but it is humor for the sake of humor and it is not like the Martian. It is not like... Also Iron Man in, in, mm-hmm. uh, where he, he builds his costume for the first time. He tries it out and he fails and that is funny, but that is believable in the moment that those things happen. In uh, The Martian, too, he's fun things happen because of the situation that he's in. But in Thor Ragnarok, it always felt like forced humor. We put this in because this is funny. Tessa Thompson drunkenly stumbles out of her spaceship and falls off the side of it. I don't understand why that's in there. But yes, you could argue. And that, that, maybe in other <laughs> films, I appreciate it. You could argue that that sets up her character. She's got an alcohol problem. Yes, of course. But that whole world that Waititi built didn't sit right with me now i don't hate the film i enjoy the film and i actually think it's brave what they did with it but i think i managed to get across why i it didn't work for me yeah 
I mean, I kind of get it, but I think because you said it's just so ridiculous and unnecessary, but I appreciate it because it's just a break from the other like movies that at some times took itself too serious because let's be honest, those are some rich, ridiculous situations. And if you explain the movie to somebody who is not acquainted with the MCU, they're like, this sounds kind of crazy. And it is. And this is kind of how it's portrayed in this movie. And I do like some of the more serious scenes in when they have a conflict, but I like in this movie that it's just over-the-top characters and yeah it's the over-the-top uh, humor from Taika Waititi but it, which is quite similar pretty much all of a sudden which is people being quite casual about quite extreme situations yeah which is funny at times can be a bit much maybe if you've seen it too many times but I gotta say it really worked for me and yeah I mean it's the humor is yeah very similar to Jojo Rabbit and to what do we do in the shadows yeah but I I think I needed that, especially now that I maybe because I'm binging pretty much all of the movies, not binging, watching yeah. one every like two days. Yeah. Um, but it just uh, gives you a nice break, I think. And I think Four is one of the more ridiculous characters. I mean, just the whole concept of him being kind of a god coming to Earth and being qu quite uh, badly adjusted to Earth. Yeah. And the customs there. I think this takes it to a whole new level, and I think I like it because they kind of set the story not on Earth for once but in a different like universe like in the guardians which is also quite over the top well, but that's and i think since they do this yeah asgard or whatever it is right asgard and i mean i mean also because in the first one in the end in the second four they're also on earth like yes. fighting for yes, to yes, save yes. it and here's it's just asgard and this weird fucking jungle planet where he's stranded yeah and yeah i think i just the design is so colorful and stupid and I think that's just why the movie is just so fun because you don't have to think, okay, yeah, I get it. It's 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 such a big thing, but then again, it does have big implications for the later movies, and of yes. course, Asgard. Yes, but yeah, I do like the action. It's got some great action scenes. It looks great. Yeah, I mean, and Kate Blanchett is great, and uh, obviously, I mean, yeah, the, the the whole like bridge scene at the end with the um, what is it? The song, the um, immigrant song? Uh, no. What is it yeah, called? We talked about this. Yeah, I think it's the immigrant song. Uh, yeah, by Led Zeppelin. What was song. it? Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's at the end when they when they're fighting on that thing, on that bridge. Uh, yeah, it's got some great scenes in it. I'm not gonna lie to you, but uh, it. Uh, whenever I hear Thor Ragnarok, it's got a, you know, uh, <laughs> what's the, how could I say this perfectly? Like it's got like bad a, taste. Yeah, it leaves. Yeah, it leaves like a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. But I appreciate sure. certain things. Uh, I definitely, definitely do. I mean, Love and Thunder is also by Waititi, right? Yes. And I'm looking forward to it, man. Maybe yeah. now that he's established this kind of Thor, um, yeah, yeah, maybe I, mean, I can they've, appreciate it more. They've gone with very much over the top also than later with Infinity War and, sorry, Endgame especially. Um, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I mean, and also Natalie Portman. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so what's your number five? So my five is Guardians 2. Mm-hmm. That's a bit high. It's my wow. three. I think we can talk about it. Oh, that is unbelievable that that is I so know. high for you. And it's wow. just fucking great. But sorry, go ahead. I mean, it's your... Yeah, but I, I, I loved it. And I, I was surprised because when, when it first came out, a lot mm -hmm. of people like were like, it's got nothing on the first one. And I'm like, I think oh. this is better than the first one. Me too. I liked I it way more. Yeah, I loved it. I love that film. Mm -hmm. So many great things. Once again, the music is just spectacular. Yeah. The action scenes, I remember that um, that whole Yondu, I think that's yeah. the second one with the, the song that plays that can't, 
I have that so- that soundtrack on repeat, but I can't quite place the songs <laughs> to certain scenes now. Mm-hmm. But that whole thing where he like um, uses his uh, arrow and just mm-hmm. like you get that that bird's eye perspective of it when it right. goes like through the ship. Mm-hmm. I think that's the second one, right? <laughs> it's second one, yeah. I mean, baby Groot. Yeah, so cute. The cutest thing. Mm-hmm. The cutest thing. Like I, I, uh, I almost I can almost can't take it how cute that thing is. <laughs> When he's like trying, when he's not supposed to press that button, and sure. Rocket just screams at him, I I just want to give him a hug. Um, you got Kurt Russell, yeah, as Ego the planet, and uh, we talked about this the suspension of disbelief that a whole planet can't like. Uh, do you remember that discussion we had? Yeah, I know. Free guy. Rewatched this less than a week ago, and, yeah. and I was like, ah, I kind of get it. Why is he just like doing energy tentacles instead yeah. of like moving everything? But you know, we don't know how it is to be a planet. I mean, it took him millions of years to do all this <laughs> shit, so. Yeah. And it's got some beautifully emotional scenes too. I mean, that father and yeah. son scene, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Great. Amazing. Yeah. The whole Yandu funeral where he, they just shoot mm-hmm. him out and everyone came. Oh, okay, Goosebumps thinking about it now. <laughs> Goose came as well? I did come as well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think also just the dynamic between one of the newer characters, Mantis and Drax. So oh, funny. yes. Like, you remind me of my daughter. Hideous? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not yeah. the biggest Mantis fan, but I give you that one. That, yeah, she's got some great moments. Yeah. I, sh- I think she just fits it so well. And yeah, I re- rewatched this recently. And it, yeah, it reminded me of Suicide Squad and why I found that movie so good. James Gunn just has this over-the-top humor, this uh, subverting expectations of time, which I just love. Yeah. And it like just also like Ragnarok, it's so colorful, it's so fun. Groots, you have kind of a new character by making him younger and just more fun yeah. that way. And yeah, the action is good. The design is great of some of the creatures, for example. You forgot fucking Sylvester Stallone in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one thing that I kept thinking is I wish it was R rated. <laughs> I think he could have done so many more, even funner things, because it kind of pushes the line. For an MCU film, I think. Yeah. There's this very funny scene where Yondu and Rocket are held captive on this prisoner ship, uh, sorry, pirate ship, and they need Groot to get the new fin, the pro- prototype that's in some drawer, and Groot yeah. keeps coming back with different oh. things, always the wrong ones. Too cute. And then he just brings a fucking severed toe. <laughs> <laughs> Rocket just goes like, I hope you have like a drawer of severed toes lying around somewhere. <laughs> I was like, no, we don't. <laughs> So let's, let's never talk about this again of how fucking Groot <laughs> cut off a fucking toe I think it's James Gunn's humor and I think yeah that's why Suicide Squad is great because he had more of a free range but this is also one of his best fucking movies and it's an MCU movie and it's yeah. just a fun ride from beginning to end and even still fucking managed to land some great emotional scenes like you said with father and son playing during the funeral yeah Dude, you bringing up funny scenes. I'm now remembering. So the scene with Mantis that you brought up, Mm -hmm. was that my favorite scene? (laughs) I'm asking you because (laughs) do you remember I I told you this like maybe maybe a year after we saw it that this scene features one of my favorite funny moments in the MCU and now I can't think of it. What was it? What was the Mantis scene again? Tell me again. Where they are sitting outside and Drax is telling her how ugly she looks. I think that is actually the one I'm talking about. And then he... It's kind of sad because of his daughter. She reminds me of you. She, she just has this big smile on her face. Yeah, she's got this smile on her because of the smile. Eh? Yeah. Because he's like, oh, I hear these people have it so much better because they know 
if people like them, they like them for who they are instead of what they look like. And she's yeah. so happy about it to, <laughs> to be called ugly. <laughs> I, when you said the first time, I remember it being a funny scene, but now with the smile, I remember it. This yeah. thing, I think that's one of the best scenes. And I said that I didn't like Mantis and there you go. She's actually one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's such, a, that's such a brilliant scene. I remember uh, laughing in, in the cinema and everyone laughing at that. It's just so brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also better than the first one also just because they're already just a team and so from moment one they have great interactions and also like the opening scene of them being together and you got Mr. Blue Sky playing yeah. so loudly while Baby Groot dances and they're all just fucking fighting this big ass monster yes. in the meantime. Yes. Great scene and yeah. Great opening. You're straight great back opening. in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And obviously Elizabeth Debicki is in this as the golden woman, the big golden lady. That's her. I, I kept thinking, <laughs> who, what's her name? Where have I seen her? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So what's your f- f- five? I'm actually no, sir, looking. That's your five. Was, was yeah, it? that's my five yeah. and your three. I'm actually, while you're, I, I was just looking up the scene on YouTube and I just, just <laughs> found it because I feel like there was more to that scene, but no, right? It was, was it just Maybe. the hideous thing? I think that's the funniest part of it. Yeah. Because. Oh, uh, oh, give me, give me two seconds. I mean, we can also cut drags like saying she's like if he's attracted to her or something. So I just imagined us uh, like being together and and just just start shivering because it's just so revolting to him. Right. Oh, <laughs> and then also at the very end, sorry, where he's like, "You are beautiful on the inside." <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just I just found it, and it's it's similar to what we said, but but. <laughs> He goes like, you remind me of my daughter. And she just looks at me. She goes like, disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> but she's so proud. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm sorry. I needed, I needed to look this up because it's one of my <laughs> sure, favorite sure. scenes. Um, so that was my five. That was your yeah. three. So what is yes. your five, right? My five is Captain America Civil War. That is my three. Oh, let's go. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I got to say, I think when I've, Finished Ragnarok and it doesn't disappoint at the end. I think it's it's probably gonna be could be my five, maybe my four. Jesus, but we'll see. But yeah, Captain America: Civil War. It is. Jesus, sorry. Shouldn't have shouldn't have had all that water. Um, <laughs> Captain America: Civil War is the first MCU movie that I watched in the cinema since Iron Man. Oh wow! And yeah, that's why I uh, watched all the others in preparation for this. Uh, we watched this together, and first of all, the experience was really cool. I remember coming to the cinema and being asked, which team are you on? And then we got these little posters of either <laughs> Team Captain America or Team Iron Man. Completely forgot that, yeah. Or Team Neutral, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you And you picked Captain America and I picked Iron Man. I did. I am still, sure. Do you still have the poster? Because I think I threw mine away or lost it. I mean, it, it must be somewhere. I don't think I threw it away. Okay. Um, should move into a... An apartment, just have those two opposite each other, <laughs> <laughs> just bicker at each other the whole time. Yeah, um, but no, it is a good movie. As in, I think the villain is not as great as some others, but the scenes of them, of course, fighting against each other, and I don't just mean the action scenes, which is fucking great. I mean the uh, airport scene is one yeah. of the greatest action scenes, if not the greatest scene in the whole MCU. It's up there. Yeah, and. I think also just the fight as in like the discussion also of should they be controlled? Should they have free range or should they, you know, fall some 
set of rules. Yeah. I think it's a great fucking discussion. And I'm, I mean, I was Captain, sorry, Team Iron Man, like, because I liked Iron Man, but I was also Team Iron Man because I actually do agree with him. Th- yeah. That shit is fucking dangerous. <laughs> uh, and uh, I mean, yeah. I think it's just so cool too. Uh, first of all, you get you finally introduced to Black Panther and Spider Man in the same movie. Yes, and you kind of see because there, there's this fucking age long discussions of you know who what superhero would win in a fight, and you finally see that which you normally wouldn't. And there are other examples of other movies doing it, like um, I always want to say Captain America, but I want to say Batman vs Superman. Yeah. Which did it so fucking badly. <laughs> I was going to say, just, you love that film. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just was so unsatisfying. But there you got this big fucking scene at the airport. You get the end scene word in, in Siberia of uh, Iron Man fighting Captain America and Winter Soldier. Iconic. And it's so fucking good. Like the so act- good. scene is actually really fucking good. They're not these fast paced edit- edits. You get these long scenes of him. I think there's this. Um, overview shot of him fighting both at the same time like yeah. going back and forth back and forth passing the shield yeah and oh. then passing the shield it looks so good and so good that's yeah i think it's why it's one of the best uh action scenes in one of the best mcu movies yeah and I sorry mean, it, also it, russo brothers of course yes it yeah. is a captain america film but it really feels like an avengers film mm-hmm. and um i absolutely love this film like from because also of that like um, moral dilemma, what are we going to yeah. do? Are we going to like uh, refrain from helping people be- or like uh, do we need like protection or do we need like a certain guidelines to work under? And um, I like Daniel Brühl as the villain. I, I think Zemo, I think it's yeah. like, and the whole like mystery of like what happened to, um, to- who killed Tony Stark's parents and mm-hmm. the whole thing of like him not accepting Bucky even though he wasn't like himself when he did it but just like you know you still have he's still he's still the one who killed his parents you know sure. you, 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 it's understandable why why he can't just pass that off sort of um and the action scenes are just insane they're just insane I'm, i got goosebumps when we talked about it now i think it's 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 amazing and i think you said everything else uh, it's just <laughs> it feels like a, 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 the best way to describe it, it's like an avengers uh, it feels like avengers 2.5 really after ultron and uh, yeah, once again, it sort of solidified my love for. I was Captain America. I don't actually <laughs> like in, the, in terms of like the whole like um, should they or should they not have like. Yeah, I'm not too sure, but I've never really thought about it too hard. <laughs> Maybe you of, should. Yeah, yeah. It sort of it, it solidified my love of the character, but not because of the actions he took in the film, just because of just because of the film in general. You know, I mean, it's also set in Vienna, partly so. We have to love this movie, right? In <laughs> right in the most green screen area of Vienna, it's just like that that NATO conference, right? Yeah, or whatever um, conference it was, or UN, yeah, UN conference. Yeah, yeah oh, is I, that the one at the end? That's the no, one, right? That's where uh, the bomb goes off, and where T- T'Challa is that? That's right. His, his father's name, no, or no. is he T'Challa? T'Challa is uh, Ch- Chadwick Boseman. T'Challa. Okay, then T'Chaka. T'Chaka. I think that's right. Maybe. Yeah. His dad dies in the explosion. And yeah, there's this scene in the UN building and there's this top shot shortly of Vienna where you can see the Donau, the, the river flowing through the city. And that seems to be a real shot. But then you go over to like, quote unquote, UN building. And I watched this with a, with a friend of ours, with Celine. 
in the first reaction, it just turns a bit. This is not Vienna. <laughs> this is a fucking set. So it looks so cheap because yeah. if you know what Vienna looks like, uh, I mean, I, I wasn't in the UN building so far, but it just doesn't look right. But isn't there also like, is that a different film where the last scene is also in Vienna? Where they just like. Uh, <sighs> in Spider Man Far From Home, they're shortly in the Alps of Austria, which, and also with houses that look nothing like Austrian houses. Uh, just so you know, for the record, if you're not from Austria, that, that's not what Austria looks like. Yeah. Um, but I think in. At some point, I think in uh, Falcon and. The Winter Soldier that may be in Austria? No, it's definitely a film where the last scene I think is in Vienna where they're also like signing the accords. I think it's at the end of Civil War. Maybe they're back at Vienna, some small scene. I might be mixing up things. I, I apologize maybe. if I do. I don't know. Um, yeah. But are there any like other big scenes that we're missing from Civil War that um, we maybe should talk about? I mean, there's the like the apartment fight with Captain America and Winter Soldier fighting their way out, which is pretty cool. Well, just the beginning, right? With Wanda killing innocent people in uh, in Bolivia? Nigeria. Wasn't it in Bolivia? <laughs> Nigeria, in Lagos. Was it? Yeah. Because I for for, uh, recently watched the third season of Sex Education and there's a scene in Lagos. Yes. in Nigeria. Yes. It's a the reference to Civil War, you think? Yeah, I, I'm sure it is. Have you watched uh, sex, ed- sex Education? Yes. All of it? Yes. Oh, I'm so excited to talk about it with you. Um, Bucky Barnes is... What did you say? <laughs> Siberia. That's different though, right? At the end, they're in Siberia. Yeah, that's not Austria. No, no I'm, I'm looking... Oh, in Lagos, you're right. <laughs> no, no. That's what you said, right? Yeah. Lagos, yeah. Lagos, you're yeah. absolutely right. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much all of it. I mean, you finally crazy, see... No. Uh, vision in action since um, Age of Ultron and also, yeah, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Wanda. Yeah, and sort of them forming a relationship. Yeah. Maybe, in the right? That sort of implied, maybe, the beginning yeah. of it. And also, of course, still fun scenes of them fighting at the airport of um, of Black Widow and Hawkeye, like, yes. fighting and their known friends and they're, like, hitting each other. This means we're still friends, right? <laughs> Depends on how hard you hit me. <laughs> Yeah, no, so many great interactions in that fight alone, like um, Captain America and Spider-Man, obviously that Brooklyn mm-hmm. and Queens thing, right, yeah. and uh, that Empire Strikes Back reference as well. Sure, you know? yeah. It's good. It's good. Good fun. Good <laughs> film. I like that it's film a lot. Fun, yeah. Good film. So my four, right? Yeah. My four is Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, okay, yeah. There was my seven. Did you hear that voice crack in my when I said it? No. I that's mean, your seven, sorry? Oh, that's, that's why my, you already said it. That's my seven. That's our, that's Which right. is so... I, I don't like putting it there, but I have my reasons, kind of. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. It's fair. But yeah. Talk about Spider-Man uh, Homecoming. So the second one doesn't make your list either. Maybe. No, that would be outrageous. Would okay. it? Yes, that would be outrageous. You think that... Okay, well, we'll talk about it when we get to it. Um, so the f- <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming... <laughs> uh, what a film. Directed by John Watts, who's actually going to do the third one. <laughs> yeah, not Sam Raimi. Yeah, I don't think it's Sam Raimi, no. Um, yeah, I mean, Michael Keaton, that it, that scene at the door, what a twist. That, yeah. I, that I don't think anyone saw coming. And I love it when a film pulls off a twist because it's not even like a, an earth-shattering twist, right? You've seen it before no. where you get yeah. introduced to a character that turns out to be the villain basically in every MCU film. But for whatever reason, this one is just beautifully done. Beautifully done. Uh, him opening the door and there he is. And I love the, that they're sort of like 
interacting with each other, kind of knowing what's going on. Obviously, mm-hmm. Peter knows what's going on, but uh, I think uh, the vulture, right? He, uh, I think so. Yeah. He, uh, I think he sees through his facade too rather quickly. And then that whole scene where they're in the car driving together, mm-hmm. so tense, to prom, and so yeah. beautifully done. <laughs> yeah. And the daughter being completely oblivious. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, it's yet another incarnation of Spider-Man. Obviously, we we got to meet him in Civil War, and this is his first standalone film. I love um, Marissa Tomei as as Aunt uh, May. She is so good. She's so good. Great casting. Absolutely. With one of the few fucks in the MCU, right? Uh, At the end, with what the... (laughs) Oh, it cuts off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it plays... um, Oh, oh, what's that that song? Um, uh, Electric something? Help me out. You know this song. Electric Avenue? Uh, no, uh, Zig, something with Zig. Um, uh, what? Blitzkrieg Bob. Oh, that's yeah. it. Something Blitzkrieg, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the song that plays at the end of the credits as well. Um, yeah, love it. I love it. And I didn't need a younger Spider-Man. A lot of people were saying like, that's the Spider-Man they grew up uh, reading. That's, mm-hmm. that's really like a young one compared to Tobey Maguire and, and, and Andrew Garfield. I didn't really care for that, but I think Tom Holland is great. And uh, that's also with the one where, where, where she, he's got like that voice in his head, like in the suit. I think, was it uh, mm-hmm. Karen? Think so. <laughs> Which is now <laughs> a different name, right? Used for different things, right? But it was Karen, right? Ah! Jennifer that, Connelly's yeah. voice, right? Yeah, I think so. Was it Jennifer Connelly's voice? So I hope so. Name. Otherwise, I look like an ass agreeing with you. Uh, <laughs> I think it's right. I think it's right. I mean, I gotta say, I hate you right now a little bit. What's going because on? Because what. Everything you just said is so true. And now I kind of regret putting it at my number seven because although Spider-Man Homecoming is before Thor Ragnarok, I haven't rewatched Spider-Man Homecoming because unlike Thor Ragnarok, I have rewatched it at some point. So I was like, okay, I'm going to leave this out. You know, I have to watch all of them. Since I'm rewatching it with a friend together, Celine, and at some point I had to like go to work and like, don't worry, watch it without me. I've seen it like a year or two ago again and yeah you're so right it is a great movie what i just thought the vulture some of the scenes like the the, the like the conviction of his character didn't interest me as much but then again you're right there's this great scene of the twist where it is him at the door and i mean you got a little cameo by don glover which is also fun but also you got um his rival played by tony revelori revelloni Who, uh, who's that again the guy, the rich kid who keeps making fun of him, but is a huge fan of Spider-Man. To his party he goes then, and then where he oh, Flash. has to take off. Yeah, Flash, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I thought you, sorry, I thought you meant um, the character? A, a rival of Michael Keaton's character. No, sorry, no, sorry. no, yeah, no yeah, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Which was great. Um, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, I would yeah, like and to the John Hughes it. element, which you mentioned before. And, of course, the John Hughes element. Because you talked about not being necessarily, like, needing a younger Spider-Man. I gotta say, I'm a huge fan of it. I wanted a younger Spider-Man. I think he's great in the role. And yeah, it's got this coming-of-age element. It's got this John Hughes element. And I do really like John Hughes, although he's become a bit more of a controversial person, I guess. As his movies. Okay. Yeah, being, well, you know, some of his scenes maybe being a bit rapey. (laughs) Like in 16 Candles and shit like that. It's it's like movies of their time. Anyway, but yeah, they feel great. And this movie feels like one of this movie, uh, uh, like one of his movies. And once again, like with 
Guardians of the Galaxy, you got this great soundtrack that helps you yeah. with that. And those funner elements of him struggling to be both a superhero and just a normal person, which the other superheroes don't have as much. Like Captain America is Captain America no matter what he does. And I said with Iron Man, that's kind of a fun thing. You know, he's just a superhero. But here it's kind of cool because he just tries to be a teenager. And so you got more of that in there than just pure fighting and fucking drama. Yeah. And sorry, just the fun scene of him running through the backyards. But that's John Hughes. Yeah, for sure. So good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I am struggling to believe. I think he's supposed to be like 15, maybe. That's pushing 16? it a bit too much. Yeah, still. Still. Yeah. It's like sex education. Every single actor in that is 25 or, or older. It's supposed to be 17 Sure. Or I mean, it's hard, especially no, of course. both of them, because you make like one or two movies in like a span of two or three years. You got to kind of look the no, 100%, same. 100%. 100%. 100%. So it's got a great cast. I mean, Zendaya. Uh, yeah, I Jacob mean, way smaller, uh, smaller, smaller, smaller role <laughs> than in the second Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yes, and she's gonna have a big well, one in the next uh, big role I'm in sure. the third one. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it too, for sure. Um, I didn't love the second one. I don't know if mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that, but I'm certainly looking forward to the third one. So, what's your four? Well, Spider-Man: Far From Home. <laughs> Are you being serious? You think that's I'm a being... better film than the first one? <laughs> okay. Now that you've like talked about those scenes, you're, you're so right, and it's so hard with those movies because I'm gonna rewatch them in, I don't know, a couple of years, and I'm gonna have a whole different list. I'm sorry. Before you go on, I'm so Please. confused. When that film, uh, when when the last when the credits hit, uh, Spider Man: mm-hmm. Far From Home, yeah. you were like, "This is one of the." I don't remember exactly what you said, but it was something like, "It's." We got a new best MCU film. It was something like that. <laughs> something like that. Like trolling you, yeah. Right, apparently trolling me. I bought it, right? So a couple of weeks later, or whenever we talked about it again, I was like, you said it was one of the best ever. And you were like, no, no, you were just kidding. Yeah. So then I thought, okay, so you didn't like it. But now it's once again, it's your four, so you were right. I still like it. It would have made my top 10 easily anyway. It's still one of my favorite uh, MCU movies still. Like, it's not my favorite uh, uh, out of all of them. But the reason... I ha- have it this high is because I rewatched this a couple of weeks ago. Had I not done this, Homecoming would be first. But I have, and it's, I had even more fun, I think, than I had did in the cinema for some reason. I just so enjoyed the jokes. I laughed at them still, although I knew every fucking punchline. Maybe I'm just falling in love more with Zendaya, so with the element of them kind of starting a romance. I think, I think that's been um, a- the uh, thread of the podcast, yeah, uh, it, it is. Yeah, I, I'm slowly falling in love with her. Yeah, and you know I she's taken, she's, right? <laughs> she was actually Holland. together with Tom Holland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, I, I Apparently. still believe that's a fucking promotional tool by Disney. Maybe, maybe. Um, <laughs> but so fun to look at. I did like Zendaya? Jake Gyllenhaal way more now than the first time I watched it. I was, I think, kind of disappointed at first because I was, I, I know he has to be the villain. So, <laughs> yeah, but. It still kind of disappointed me, but the elements of like these fantasies, these not really hallucinations, but these holograms that he creates for Spider-Man, especially later, looked so good. Once again, this movie just feels so good. The only thing that really bothered me is the portrayal of Austria. That's not what it looks like here, but okay. Uh, <laughs> really bothers me. Yeah, um, I can tell. But apart from that, yeah. What were some of the fun. funny scenes? Honest, honest question, because I can't remember any of them. Like, for example, when he's in the bus, like, finally putting on the glasses of Tony Stark and then, like, oh, asking what, is it, what his powers are. 
Yeah, I think even so. Even dead, I'm the king. Oh, I'm yeah, the hero. Even dead, I'm, I'm the, the hero. hero. Yeah. Yes, go and on. He, like, he's like, what are his powers? And then somebody took a picture of him in a compromising position, right? Like situation, and he's like, like deal with it. Says, All right, <laughs> deploying killing drone. What? 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 Uh, <laughs> it's such a cool uh, scene. I think also Martin Starr is really cool in this. He was also in Homecoming, I think. Yeah, I thought he was yeah. funny. I think yeah. he's a cool actor. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, fair. And you uh, you loved the ending, right? Because I think that sort of sparked your phrase at the end. No, I think this phrase was just because I had a feeling like you didn't enjoy it as much. <laughs> no, and, and what are you sorry, talking about? I just want to kind of piss you off. What are you talking Not about? Not piss you off, but surprise you with think my statement. we sat next to each other. I don't think you knew how yeah. I felt. Maybe I just have a feeling. You know, we know each other. We've known each other for some time. I, have a I still have, have no connection. idea about your movie taste. So I think we've I established know. that too. I'm a fucking wild card. You are. You are. <laughs> I, I genuinely just roll a dice after every movie. I genuinely feel like in other movies you would you would point out that bus scene as one of the worst scenes. But I, I'm not. I'm not bashing it. I, sure. I respect your yeah. opinion. I mean, it's always also about like the feel of the movie. Of if I like that, if I like the premise, if I like the characters, I can get more on board with the jokes. And I think that's also happened with Thor Ragnarok. I was more on board with it this time, and so they jokes hit just way better than they did the first time Fair i've enough. seen way more Waititi movies since then yeah before the first time i watched it i just saw hunt for the will of people also great movie yeah but yeah no dude fair enough i think i actually did watch the second one twice mm-hmm. where, where is it in my list there it is <laughs> uh no i'm just looking to because i wanted to see yeah i did i did watch it twice so i actually enjoyed it but uh, i yep. had high expectations because of the second one because of the first one mm-hmm. those were definitely not met i was because people did love that second one i was kind of in a minority of thinking it was okay and i was hoping for more but um you know yeah that's I how mean, the cookie crumbles now that i've talked about it i i would love to put both homecoming and spider-man far from home on the same spot yeah but it's yeah it's difficult it's difficult i didn't love uh mysterio oh i wish you would have been a real hero like him being in the mcu yeah. would have loved it yeah but the visuals were actually great yeah so um yeah i uh yeah, you know I, some good things in that for sure <laughs> so my three was captain america civil war what's your three mine was gardens of the galaxy volume two oh, wow. so i think we're we going to get two. into i i would think so i and I also think we have the same order. I think so. Yeah, that would Maybe. be insane. So my two is Avengers Endgame. Let's go. Mine too. You have the same one too? See, yeah, I have yeah, a yeah. book of f- su- su- surprises. What is the word? <laughs> <laughs> That's what my friends call me. So the... Okay, do you want to talk about... Should we, inc- should we, should we say what the first one is now and talk about both? Or do you want to do like... Li- should we talk about them separately? I think we can say what the first one is anyway. Yeah, uh, and m- yeah, then my, talk about why yeah. we like one more than the other. I think that would make sense. Yeah. So my favorite MCU film is Avengers: Infinity War. Ah, fuck! I thought Endgame, uh, Endman. Okay. Ah, uh, there was the joke. You had it, yeah. and then you said Endgame, and they would. I know. Yeah, you know, I, I yeah. fucked it up. Yeah, you fucked it up. But I have the power of editing. So <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, if, uh, blah, fuck me. It's too late. Avengers: Infinity War. Okay, because you're not a fan of Ant Man. I remember that. Actually, like I liked Ant-Man. it more that, now that I rewatched. Okay, it. good, good, good. Yeah. So <laughs> two Endgame and one Infinity War. Now those are very <laughs> mainstream picks, <laughs> and you could say yeah. we're basic bitches here, but heck, sure. I have not seen films more in cinemas than those two. 
<laughs> Maybe. How many times Endgame is my most watched theater experience? How many times? I don't want to say. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I don't think Am I, I should getting say close? to um, <laughs> to maintain some sort of dignity. Oh no, please throw away your dignity. So Endgame, I saw six times in the in theaters. Wow. I think that's maybe as many times as I watch Arrival in the cinemas. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Infinity War I've only seen four times. <laughs> oh, okay. That's weird. Oh, but hold on. Maybe... No, <laughs> no, no actually, <laughs> Infinity War I saw three times in cinemas and once at home. So there you go. Oh. And Endgame I saw six times in theaters. <laughs> I mean, yeah. respects. Thank uh, you. Although I think I might have even only seen Arrival four or five times, so... Got some catching up to Good do. Good for you. Let, let me look it up. I've no, seen it seven times and I saw it one, two, three, four. I think four times. Only four times. I'm so disappointed in myself. I'm so sorry you feel that way. Yeah, me too. Uh, I just, <laughs> the reason why I bring it up how many times I saw is because you could argue that I... I could argue that I enjoyed Endgame more, but mm-hmm. I think the better film is Infinity War. Yeah. I would agree. you agree? You would agree? Yeah. I mean, Perfect. Endgame was great just because it was a the culmination of, I don't know, 20 movies prior to that. Yeah. And it was, I think, the greatest fan service ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not the greatest movie ever. It was great yeah. to see the, uh, all ca- uh, characters coming together. It was a cool way to wrap it up. And it's got a very cool end scene, the action scene. You got, yeah, fan service with like all, everybody like shining for a moment. Yes. And getting a cool scene, which is a very cool thing to do. But with Infinity War, you had way higher stakes. You were way unsure where it was going to go. The ending took me way more by surprise because I didn't know how they were going to wrap this one up. Yeah. I knew there was going to be one after that, I think. But I didn't expect it. Like That was one of the most iconic scenes. And I, it sparked fucking so many jokes that have kind of become uh, tiresome by now but like the snapping of everybody away and sure. like dissolving and fucking spider-man going away so emotional it was but my issue was i knew they were going to come back you know the second yeah. they disappeared i was literally i remember distinctly watching it the first time they mm-hmm. were sort of like uh, they were turning to dust and i was like okay is that supposed to mean that they're dead because mm-hmm. I, i'm not buying it i distinctly <laughs> remember that because sure. i knew the next one was going to come out I think it was uh, at that time still called Infinity War Part Mm 2 until they uh, changed it to or revealed Endgame. But let's talk about them both. I mean, they're both directed by uh, the Russo brothers who did um, Captain America, Winter Soldier, and Civil War. Mm -hmm. And they were at the helm for the last ever Avengers, for for the last two, because obviously the first one, first two are by Joss Whedon. And what a momentous thing they had to do. What a momentous (laughs) task, right? They did it together with... uh, Chris Marcus and Stephen McFeely, who also wrote like this, the um, the Captain America films for them, and I have the huge, I have the biggest respect for those guys too, because I think a lot of people know that the Russo brothers directed those films, mm-hmm. but um, I think Marcus and McFeely, as well, they deserve everything about it. And I don't know how to start here because um, <laughs> what sticks out to me are the iconic scenes. That's sure. why they're my number one. You know. I said goosebumps like three or four times in this episode. There's rarely been a moment in my life in theaters where I still think of it and just thinking of it gives me goosebumps. Thor's entrance in Wakanda in Infinity War mm-hmm. is definitely one of those moments. Sure, yeah. I mean, epic. <laughs> and that's the inner child comes out here. I'm not going to lie to you. And it's mainstream basic bitch bullshit. Yes. 
but I'd be lying if I said that I didn't fucking love everything about it. <laughs> Cap uh, catching the hammer in Endgame. Yeah. I jumped out of my seat. I remember it. Uh, it was literally like, uh, okay, fucking love it. <laughs> fucking love it. Because it was implied in Ultron all those years ago. On your left in Endgame, mm-hmm. which is, I think that's the most genius piece of writing in the whole MCU. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was ever always the plan. I doubt it was. But they when they came up with this in the writing session for Endgame or whatever, for um for the Falcon, what's his name uh, again? Um Sam. Mm-hmm. For him to go on your left. And I love the whole like logistics behind it him, him like telling Doctor <laughs> Strange like please make sure that the portal is just on his left. <laughs> don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, but just put it on his left. <laughs> But I mean, it's just iconic and and epic and beautiful and um, Steve and Peggy dancing at the end. and I mean, that was one of the best endings to a character. So beautiful. Of course, if we put it in the intro, of course, Iron Man. No, that's it, yeah. Having such a deserved ending of, I think it's great that he now does other things and I think that's the best way to end your character. It was epic, it was beautiful and it ended with the most iconic line that started the whole thing and it's ended the whole thing. And can you believe it that that line wasn't scripted and the editor came up with it? He wasn't supposed to say anything and they shot it and he was just about to snap his fingers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just going to do that. And then the editor, um, after some test screening or whatever, uh, suggested that. And I mean, it's just like, it felt like it was always supposed to be there, right? Just a genius move. I heard somewhere that that they... Did it just without anything at the beginning? I thought it was yeah. Robert Downey Jr.'s idea to say, I am Iron Man. I am 99% sure because I did consume every interview. Dude, I, I'm sure you're right. And, uh, yeah. I think it was the editor. I'm, I'm positive it wasn't Downey, but he sure. loved the idea, obviously. Probably just the story maybe, that he tells. Maybe, <laughs> I don't even, maybe, yeah, but maybe he wasn't even the biggest fan of the idea at first. I mean, maybe he needed some convincing and they had like mm. a dinner or something. Maybe I'm mixing things up here, but. Could um, be. I think if I remember correctly, they had to convince him to do that, actually. And then they shot the scene uh, again. They did some reshoots. And it's just perfect. It's just perfect, man. It's just perfect. And obviously, yeah. I mean, Thanos, Josh Brolin. One the, of the greatest the, villains, the just in general. Greatest, yeah, in the MCU, the best villain. And of course, yeah. As someone who has no idea of the MCU, as I said before, mm-hmm. of like the comics and any, uh, or any, anything like that, I had no idea who that was. I, obviously, I, I knew who he was from the previous films, but yeah. he brought him to life and I just... Uh, he was just absolutely fantastic and just the way in was it i think it's infinity war that yeah the way infinity war starts and his monologue and you see like everyone like thor like beaten up on the ship at the, after, the, after the end of, of ragnarok yeah because it's amazing scene of course also like the beginning when we first see him and i think it's actually in guardians one when we first yeah. like really see him and yeah. also hear him talk he doesn't seem that threatening he seems like a big dangerous guy but he's like more like the string like the marionette guy, whatever you would call him. The puppet master? The puppet master, yeah. But then you finally see him and he just fucking beats Hulk up and you just see fucking how powerful he is. It's just such a cool final introduction for that character. Yeah. And yeah, I think it, they're great. I mean, the problem with them is they're so great and that's what it's finally built up to that maybe that's also like why I wasn't looking forward that much to Shang-Chi because, you know, for me, kind of the story is over. Uh, I still want to watch, of course, 
Spider-Man and I guess we'll see what comes out with uh, Doctor Strange and everything. Yeah. But yeah, it was just a cool ending and I, I'm so glad also that a lot of characters ended their story arcs with this because I think it was all they needed and also finally getting uh, Natasha Romanoff a, the credit that she's due because in all the other movies like people are talking like is she really deserve it to be an Avenger because she just kicks people <laughs> and shoots but no she's a great character and she has her big moment in Infinity War uh, sorry in Endgame but yeah. also the Infinity War scene that gave me goosebumps is Thanos sacrificing his own daughter yeah it's such a fucking it's devastating amazing. scene yeah. it's amazing but actually I think a lot of people were complaining that it was Black Widow who sacrificed herself because why well it I don't I don't want to open a jar because I but I I read a lot of people <laughs> saying that and it, it is like why is the woman sacrificing herself for the men you know and I'm on the side of the argument where I'm with you I mean it's that's not a that's I mean, not a it's not a fucking uh, it's not a cheap thing to do or it's not the 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 the, the um Ah, the easy or the, 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 what's the word I'm thinking of? Fuck. I don't know. It's not the, um, (laughs) it's not a shameful way to go. It's by, it's the opposite of that. It's fucking heroic what she does, you know? I never understood why people were complaining about that. I mean, it's also just a cool way also for her character to end because she's also, this, it's often talked about also in her own movie that she's kind of felt, feels guilty about her past and what she's done. Yeah. And being unable to, like have a normal life herself and you know hawkeye is her friend and he does have a family and yeah i thought it was a cool ending yeah i mean some more epic scenes i mean th- speaking of hawkeye the opening of endgame you think ronan how could- uh, sorry, sorry ron yeah well ronan is is later on when when she finds him but the opening right. is like him losing his family after oh the yeah yeah snap, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just opens That's- on a bow mm-hmm. you think of how this movie could open after the devastation of infinity war right and then it's just like hawkeye and, and his family uh, Clint and his family, right? Mm-hmm. And it's these little moments of Clint, like the, these character development moments as well, where um, I'm just like in awe of the writing, where I think if I remember correctly, like it's it's something like uh, in Civil War, Hawkeye meets Black Panther and he goes like, I'm mm-hmm. Clint. And he, he goes like, I don't care or whatever. Yeah. And then in Endgame, uh, when they're working together, Black Panther like actually addresses him as Clint. And it's mm-hmm. those little things, you know? It's those yeah. little things of like, fucking hell, they actually thought about what they're doing. And because Endgame and everything, it is the most successful movie of all time. Maybe it's not anymore. I don't, don't keep track of that. But yeah, it's not just a cash grab because the people who are involved, especially the directors and the writers and Feige, obviously, they love the material they're working with and they cherish it and they try to bring the most out of it and make the most out of it. And... um I kind of felt that, and that's why I was happy to uh, sort of contribute to the budget for, with going to the cinemas <laughs> and IMAX six fucking times. We actually like we took a trip together. We went to the biggest IMAX we could find, you know. Yeah, because that it's a, it's a movie that um, I was hoping that was going to be a more jam packed theater, which it definitely wasn't. It was so empty. Yeah, yeah. But it was kind of a cool thing. It felt very American to like drive two hours just to watch a movie in the cinema and then drive <laughs> it wasn't, back. Wasn't that long, was it? <laughs> I think it was nearly two hours. An hour maybe each. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but I mean, all the midnight screenings we went to, like Infinity War and Endgame, sure. it was just epic. And you could actually, even Austrian mm-hmm. people were cheering. And it's, I'm not saying that sure. because Austrian people are dull, but in Austria, in Austria <laughs> the fucking cinematic experience is very restrained. Restrained, which I love. 
I love the people yeah. who are silent during the film, mm-hmm. during all films. But like, it takes it takes certain epic moments to really, uh, you know, get a woo out of them, and it happened multiple times, multiple yeah. times. You're right. Those are great scenes. And I, yeah. sorry, one thing also to Infinity War. I thought the villains, apart from oh, four, were really cool. Oh. The one like the space dude, the like telepathic oh. abilities. I thought it was so, so cool. good, yeah. so fucking good. I, I think he deserves his own like movie where he's the villain but i think that's kind of too late for uh now but i used to remember his name so cool what was his name i used to remember it oh you're asking the wrong guy uh fuck uh this is gonna look this up but i don't guess you wouldn't know uh xcom 2 the game right you don't i've heard of it that yeah i haven't played there's a dlc for it uh i don't know what it's called i've never played but the characters there look exactly like two of the villains in uh endgame <laughs> like exactly the same well you think it's on purpose i have no idea i have no idea but the design is just uncanny i i'd love to see where they got it from i don't even know what what was first but i think it was xcom um right. but infinity war but there's there so many people there ebony Ma. oh yeah Ma. so fucking good man and also the uh i think the other the, the the actress uh, Carrie Coon plays the other one, who's also oh, the, the the female um, villain henchwoman. Yeah. That's the one that looks like from XCOM. Yeah, she she does look cool. Yeah, and I mean that whole scene as well, uh, where we get first get to meet Steve in the subway station. Oh, when the music <laughs> kicks in. Oh, come it's, on now. I mean, finally meeting the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, with four oh. of course being there, oh. and then with Rocket. And you got teenage Groot. Yeah, but the humor is so brilliant there too. Yeah. Like uh, Steve, like uh, Peter Quill, like making his voice deeper too, and Rocket pointing <laughs> it out when he meets Thor for the first time. Right. Batista eating some crisps, and he's invisible. I think that's in an it's an Infinity War, right? Or is that a Guardians film? No, that's Infinity War, right? Where he's been there Pretty for sure. for hours. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so good and maybe listen you could argue that that's humor for the sake of humor and I couldn't even say why that worked for me and Ragnarok didn't right it's subjective I guess sure but um, yeah I mean the ending as well of Endgame we're really talking about these two films as one now which sure I think, I think they fair. are yeah yeah the ending of like them all like signing it like they're all like signature at the end over the credits mm-hmm. beautiful touch as well <laughs> and I mean I funny love a funny uh, a funny I can't fucking talk. Yeah, what What's is funny? funny? What is yeah. funny? <laughs> I talked about this at work just for fun uh, today uh, with a colleague of mine uh, with uh, MCU movies and like Marvel the MCU trolling their fans for like twenty movies like ex- them expecting an after credit scene and after about the longest a- uh, like credits ever. There's no after credit scene after Endgame. I mean, it is fitting. It's like you know well, you we're get- finished for now. You get but there's nothing else. Banging noise of uh, like from Iron Man one when he um, forges his suit, right? That's at the Do end we? of Endgame. Yeah, I don't even remember. No, it's just sure, it's sure. just audio. Is there so is there is was there a Stan Lee cameo in Endgame or did he already die by then? No, of course he was in it. He was in it. Uh, if I remember correctly, let's let's uh, go through this. Uh, I think in Endgame, it's when they travel back to the seventies, and uh, um, it's, uh, it's I know exactly what it is, but I'm trying to picture the scene around it. But it's Steve and Tony 
going mm-hmm. back to the 70s. It's in that area when he steals the um, serum from Michael Douglas's character when he meets his father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we first get introduced to that world, we get a car driving by uh, and that's his like something uh, with like dope or weed and uh, Stanley is in the driver's seat or in the uh, passenger okay. seat and just laughing at the camera. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that. But what was the what was the cameo in Infinity War again? Don't know either. Uh, um, what no was idea. the cameo in Infinity War? That's embarrassing. I would think like him being in, in New York at the beginning during the battle maybe. No, that's Endgame. Right? The whole time travel thing of Endgame? Yeah, yeah no. I mean, it, the, the, the fight in New York where they first uh, land the aliens, where they fight in the park with Doctor Strange. Oh, right. He's in the, he's, uh, in the bus of, of, of Peter Parker. He's in the mm. school bus of Peter Parker. Right, right, right. Um, but just to wrap this up, because we've now talked about this. Do you remember me talking <laughs> about Ready Player One, that whole that shining scene? where I felt like I was uh, sort of in a different world for a second that really worked for me. Yeah, yeah. In Endgame, like you knew that they were somehow going to go back or whatever. Sure. But when they first, like when they <laughs> use that suit or whatever and time traveling ensues and you get that huge 2012 on screen and you realize you're back in the first Avengers mm-hmm. film. A, a, a cinematic moment unlike many others for me, <laughs> where it was literally like uh, it was i think nerdgasm would call would be uh accurate, sure yeah, yeah would be accurate i mean when i knew that was going to happen and then obviously them traveling back to different times as well it is cheap it makes no fucking sense uh, <laughs> but heck i was i was so on board with it and i enjoyed every second of it and to wrap this up beautifully if i do say so myself it's Please. a three-hour film but it goes by like a snap Right. Oh, ho, ho. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. My that's... name is Flo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Flo, and just a podcast ends. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> right. Let's 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 chuck out some honorables, and I think we have mm-hmm. a very good time here. We're very much on point with time. Yeah. Here. I think what could have been my number ten would also been Winter Soldier and Guardians. Okay. Most of all. Okay. How about you? Um, well, I said my it's it's uh, the first Captain America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. then I actually have the first Thor <laughs> I okay, do yeah. like the first Thor I love what Kenneth Branagh did with it and I think visually it's actually quite beautiful and the humor worked much more for me here than it did in Ragnarok because it was much more restrained and when he chucks down that uh, coffee or beer and he shouts another I was on board Ant-Man I enjoyed you didn't like the second one right? I, I don't like the second one at all I'm so excited to rewatch the second one because I really liked it actually but you, you preferred this, the first one after rewatching it too right? You said that? I don't know. I got to rewatch the second one no, the now first as one. well. The first one. No, no. I mean, yeah, I rewatched the first one like a week ago. Yeah. And maybe. Okay. Maybe. I think so, but we'll see. What's like your least favorite MCU film? Uh, out of all of them, I think Iron Man 2. Okay. Wow. I think. I got to think about it for a second, but yeah. I mean, because even for The Dark World, I liked more the second time. Yeah. Um, what I film. gotta say irritates me about some of the older movies is the editing was just way worse. Okay. The, like very jarring scenes where like they switch scenes out of nowhere and just doesn't seem to make any sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you also got that in Iron Man 2. I didn't like the villain. It was just so off for me. What about you? Is it? I would say Ant-Man 2. Okay. Yeah. 
Did any of the shows like stru- uh, have a sh- have a shot? No, of not even close. Okay, not even okay. close. How? I mean, I, we talked about this. We were both somewhat disappointed, either by the yep. ending or yep. like the whole concept. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's it. I mean, we could go through all of them, but I think uh, we we uh, think. I mean, you do have your full list like ranked, right? So just give me your bottom five for a second. Well, it's unfair because you don't have yours. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I'm interested. I, I mean, Iron Man 2 is in there. I and probably... No, I, I enjoy I every film and mm-hmm. even Ant-Man 2. So okay. this is like, it, those are my least favorite films, but I do enjoy all of them. Sure. I have as my second last favorite, Black Panther, which is more controversial oh. than Thor Ragnarok probably. And I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I love the world, but uh, yeah, I got, I got issues with that film. <laughs> then I got I'm, black. So you go on. No, no I just, I, I'm going to rewatch it in a week or two, and I am interested if it holds up because I liked it, but I didn't love it. I felt the problem was it just it was too overhyped. Yeah, but I don't. I wouldn't think it was a bad movie. I really liked Andy Serkis as the oh, villain. I, I, I agree. I was sad that they killed him off so early. Yeah, and Wakanda just looked great. Dude, I mean, I, the action yeah. towards the end didn't look too good, like oh. the CGI times, CGI rhinos or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and the humor didn't work for me. That's a main reason as well. I thought the sister was great. Yeah, yeah, but uh, dude, yeah, I'm yeah, sure, in the sure, vast sure, sure. minority. Here. You're no, you're good. You're good. Um, then I got Black Widow. Oh, I actually like Black Widow. I would put it in the top twenty. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude, that's my twenty-two. By the way, right? Yeah, twenty-three. Oh, okay. Then I got Thor Ragnarok, and then I have uh, the Incredible Hulk. Which I actually enjoy. Oh, that would probably be my bottom. I haven't seen that one in like oh. 10 years. I haven't seen it like shortly after it came out. I think I saw it in, on TV some, at some point. And I didn't even realize that, that that was connected, especially since it was then Mark Ruffalo. Uh, it took me a long time to get that this was supposed to be in the same universe. Yeah. I don't understand the hate for that film at all. I just, I just, I, I don't think it counts kind of just because they switched actors and never like really acknowledge yeah. it it's been a bit of a mess yes but um once again i enjoy all of the mcu films but those are my five least favorites as according to the list i'm looking at now it's a very <laughs> flexible list no i get it i mean we can both agree civil war the last two avengers uh guardians 2 yeah. spider-man all yeah. fucking great yeah no but spider-man we disagree a bit so good, i mean good, I, the I first one good. didn't make your list right no, no, of course. It was my number Oh, that was seven. your seven. I apologize. Yes, I forgot about it. And that. I would maybe put it on. It's so difficult. Yeah. All of my lists are fucking invalid the second that I fucking uttered it. it sure. It, it's, it will change. <laughs> um, but anyway. Yeah. Um, I didn't even include shows in my ranking there because maybe like, uh, I mm. don't know where I'd rank the shows. I must say that too. I well, haven't put them in the okay. list. How would you rank the three shows? Just one, two, three. WandaVision is my one. Yeah. 100%. And the other two, I'd probably go um, Loki and then Falcon. I but agree. those are yeah. very tight, those two. Sure, yeah. Um, and all three of them, yeah, we, uh, we had some problems with. So uh, they would be towards the bottom of my list, unfortunately, as well. Yeah, same, sadly. So what's your top, bottom three to wrap this up? Oh, I don't know. Uh, probably Incredible Hulk, but then again, uh, it's been too long to say anything about this movie. Sure. They're probably Iron Man. Two and then just I wasn't a huge fan of Captain America one either. Uh, well, Thor maybe two, right? You don't like Thor two. I mean, having rewatched it, I might put even Thor two above Captain America one. 
Right. Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah, it wasn't great either. <laughs> I thought it, it had some good elements, but I just don't like the aliens there. The Drell, Grawl, whatever they're called. Uh, what, what were they called? Grawl. Grawl, Grawl, yeah, sure. Yeah. I was about yeah. to say Cork, but that's the guy from Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. we didn't mention Fat Thor in Endgame, obviously. I, I mean, I, I'd be lying Weird if I choice. Said, weir- yeah. Sure. I didn't love it, but it definitely worked more. I, I hated I it grew hated on me, the to be Fortnite scene. Yeah, that was so stupid. Because it it's so like years later, it just like like pandering to the fucking lowest common denominator, which is like young people, what do they like? Fuck it, just put it in there. Just they should have just made up a game. Well, I think they fucking must Call have of paid Duty. It. Well, there's like Call of Duty every year. I don't think they did it to be relevant, especially in five years' time. But I think they must have paid them a fortune. Epic. I don't think like the fortune like matters to them anymore. Like, right? They must have a reason to put it. I in. mean, they could just show like Fortnite very light in the background. It would still get millions, right? I mean, it's Disney. Yeah. They could just have Coca Cola everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it just that was so unnecessary. Yeah. But the rest of the film was fantastic. <laughs> and I, so- I even I even liked some of the humor with Thor. Yeah, I mean the the movies look so futuristic, but that that reference makes it so dated when you watch it in five years. Nobody, no, it's fair. I think no, no one knows expected, what Fortnite is. No one expected Fortnite to drop off as much as it has. I think it has. Maybe sure. A lot, I'm, sure, I'm sure still millions of people still played. By the way, I said wrap this up five times. I apologize, yeah, yeah. but we haven't mentioned old Steve Rogers in Endgame. Because so, I, I have yeah. mentioned uh, Chris Evans being one of my favorites. That is also the way he portrays that and the way he hands off the shield at the end. I think it's just so beautifully acted and done that I wanted to, to list it now. Uh, sure. I wanted to mention that moment as well. I, I, I want to sort of, no, no. I'm going through the yeah. films in my head and I'm, I'm thinking of the moments that really stuck with me. It was a great send off. Beautiful. And I talked about it with Celine, who, who, with whom I'm rewatching the movies, and she's like, oh, I hope she, like, he gets a good ending with like, uh, because there's this one moment where you think he might get together with the daughter of Agent Carter, which is such a weird fucking decision <laughs> to have them kiss at the end of Civil War or whenever. Yep. And no, they fucking rectified it and made a beautiful ending. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So we love the MCU. We, it's ups and downs and everything. I'm yep. <laughs> still somewhat on board with it and I'm looking forward to the next one. Uh, I mean, I agree with you. I think you would say that uh, the hype has kind of died down a little bit, mm-hmm. especially after Endgame, but uh, I'm, I would agree with that, but I'm still excited to see where it's going to go next. And um, sure. I'm happy we decided to do a list on it today because, um, yeah, we, we've postponed that for many, many times, many months, many times, and we've always ex- excluded it in certain lists and it's good now to have one official ranking at least that's 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 valid for at least today right because it's going to change soon i guess so that's it for me (laughs) this is a long one i apologize but i hope you enjoyed it and um thank you so much for listening tell us your favorite mcu films please and tell someone about the show we would love that if you would spread the word if you if you enjoyed it only if you enjoyed (laughs) it and um, we'll be back with another regular episode next week talking about i guess sex education season three yes i would think so among other things of course So thank you so much, and uh, I'll leave the last word up to you. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. You can listen to the Best Thing We've Seen podcast on pretty much any podcast platform, be it Spotify, Google uh, Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, etc. You can check us out at Best Thing Radio on Twitter and Instagram, where you can check out the thumbnail, which is going to be four iconic superhero moments or characters 
on the thumbnail. You can also check it out on YouTube. Uh, tell us, what is your favorite MCU movie? Are you interested even in the MCU? Are you burned out from it? Uh, tell us in the comments. Give it a like if you're interested. Um, yeah, uh, shout out to Rocket since we excluded him from the Bradley Cooper special, I guess. <laughs> a fun character. Yeah, it's been fun talking about this. I hope you enjoyed as well. It might not be for everyone, but if you liked it, we're so glad about that. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Captain America, here to talk to you about one of the most valuable traits a soldier or student can have, patience. Sometimes patience is the key to victory. Sometimes it leads to very little, and it seems like it's not worth it. And you wonder why you waited so long for something so disappointing. How many more of these?